Don't play the Frozen theme song. Start this podcast off right, my friend. Tommy, we don't hear nothing. I know. I heard people talking. And now to honor America, especially the brave men and women serving our nation in the Persian Gulf and throughout the world, please join in the singing of our national anthem. The anthem will be followed by a flyover of F-16 jets from the 56th Tactical Training Wing at MacDill Air Force Base and will be performed by the Florida Orchestra under the direction of Maestro Yaha Ling and sung by Grammy Award winner Whitney Houston. Ready for this shit? I almost cry when I find it. First of all, we have the best country in the world. Second of all, I don't know any other national anthems, but I swear to God, I don't think anything comes close to our national anthem. Nope. Nope. Not even close. Can I make a confession real quick? What's well, the, the British one is pretty good, too. Every time I really? hear the national anthem, all I think about is uh, that movie Mystery Alaska, where they asked Brown to sing the national anthem as slow as possible. Never saw Just- that movie. You never seen that movie with Russell Crowe? No. The movie. They were playing hockey in uh, Alaska, and the New York Rangers came out to play. And uh, they convinced James Brown to sing the national anthem as slow as possible. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Yeah, yeah, it's the best rendition. Yeah, beautiful voice. The best Dude, rendition. you should have put the one that Rose, when Roseanne Barr sang it, remember? Oh no, you know, you know they're who? they're throwing hot dogs and shit at her. <laughs> Whitney Houston might be the top person to ever do it. But you know who's my second favorite person to ever do it? Oh. T-Pain, bro. Really? Did I never know? heard that one. Is that a joke? Oh, my. Bro, you need to go. We're going to look, look it up look right it now. Up. In auto tune? T-Pain? Did he have the mechanical What a performance he put on. Really? Which one is it? in love with the country, country, country. <laughs> All right, let's put it on. No auto tune, no nothing. Let's listen to this. Y'all ready for this? Anthem. Singing the national anthem tonight is a multi Grammy award winning, multi platinum recording artist and producer who has a newly released single, Make That Work, and will be releasing his highly anticipated Make That Work. Make That Work. Bill the Phoenix in November. Make that work. T-Pain. It's like, who? Let's hear it. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we Okay, there's nothing compared to I don't know, man. That shit got me fucking crying. I gotta be honest, he definitely gets the award for most surprising. Whitney Spears got a good one? I said Whitney Houston. Who said Whitney Spears? I didn't think Whitney's was that fire. If you watch Whitney Houston's performance, that's what touches you. Yeah. When you when I seen T Pain on there, I was expecting like you, you know how Arbor's reaction was, like, like monotone or something like that. Like, yeah, that's what he, I thought. When he hit hit those notes, bro, I was like, wow. But if bro, you think, if you think about the national, sorry, if, no, it's okay. If you think about the national anthem, like 
just imagine when that was written, right? Was it written by somebody who was actually involved in the war? Yeah. Yep. He actually seen like the rocket's red glare. Like that's that was the bombing of. Uh, he was on a battleship. When he yeah. Wrote it. What was? Yeah. It wasn't Fort Sumner. What was it? Uh, I forget, but I know he was on a battleship. He was watching the battle of Francis Scott Key. Francis Scott Key, yes. When he when he says that rockets regular the bombs bursting in air, that's crazy. Gave dude. proof through the night that our flag was still there, dude. Th- th- because that's a, chills, that's man. a national anthem that was real. That's based on like real events. That's what I'm saying. Oh, was, he was bro, looking- that part that part when it was. Oh, say does that star-spangled uh, banner. Oh, my God, bro. I'm on a fucking ship. Hey, 16 again. when you go through it, he's on a ship. They're in war. And he's looking at the coastline to see if the flag is still raised. Oh, really? He sees the bombs bursting in the air, and it gives enough light for him to be able to see the flag. Oh, is is that I, really what it is? Francis Scott Key, yeah, Francis Scott Key. First of all, can we get a slow clap for Donnie and Arbor for knowing all this shit? Yeah, that's okay, beautiful, man. You guys want another clap? Did I, I ever already, tell you guys? Did I ever tell you guys a story when I had saying that for the Third Marine Division? Did you really? Oh my god! Shut the fuck up! Listen. Wait, you were in the Marines? No, listen. Oh. Arbor, your dad probably heard me. Arbor, your dad probably heard me. Listen. This is uh right after the war in Kosovo. What? Is that a joke about our paracot ears? My dad probably no. heard you. No, no, no. Listen, because he was there. This is right after the war when the uh when the Serbs left and the and the Americans came in and they did like a transition of power. So, anyways, like three o'clock in the morning, my brother Anton calls me from over there. He's like, hey, he goes, do you know uh, any of the words for the national anthem? <laughs> I go, kind of. <laughs> he goes, listen, he goes, because they're doing like a transitional thing. I don't know what the fuck. Wait, wait, he goes, he all the words? He said any of the words? Yeah. He goes to the 3rd Marine Division, and they're like doing something like a ceremony because the, like the, the Uchaka soldiers were there and Americans, whatever. And like they put me, he put me on the phone like over like the loudspeaker. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, was it good? He goes, every single marine. He goes, looked at us like they were gonna kill us. He goes, they were just shaking their heads like. Yeah, you can't fuck that up, man. I I, I brutalized it. Yeah, I'm I, tell I, you I right now, I, I, as, I as best as I could. No, no, but... it's not. It's not you doing. You're not a fucking singer. You know, Daddy, it came out. Oh, say, can you be No, I can't. I was fucking 8, 17 years old. Sing it, sing it. He was like, you started off good. Because I was like, oh, say. started singing that shit like Johnny Cash. Oh, say. He's like, no, I'll take melody. You take harmony. That I, I was still hitting puberty, so that shit kept on getting high pitched. <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. Yo, Albanians are fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you ever watch that movie with fucking uh, the, I can't think of his fucking name right now. The dude from uh, Superbad, the fat, the fat one, Seth Rogen. 
Seth no, Rogen. No, no, no. No, that's not Rogen. <laughs> Jonah Hill. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. There you go. Jonah Hill and uh, whatever. They, yeah. When they go to Albania to buy the bullets and everything like that. War Dogs. Oh, War Dogs. War that's Dogs. a badass movie. That movie was great. He was 600 pounds that movie. Bro, all right. This is like something Albanians would do, right? Have ever have a bullet for every person in the fucking world. <laughs> bro, what kind of fucking bullet? Like, what were you thinking, bro? How'd you guys save all these bullets? Can I hear and Jack? What are you? They had over 8 billion bullets in that warehouse, nigga. He's like, can he and Jack make great bullet then? Can you imagine <laughs> that, bro? Can you that imagine? was a true story. You know that, right? Yeah. I'm still imagining how Anton told the Marines, we got a singer back home. We want him to play. He didn't even ask Donnie. He was like, <laughs> he has for you. Then he called Donnie and said, hey, do you know the words? That's fucking great. Yeah, dude. First of all, War Dogs was good, but it had nothing on Lord of War. Oh, Lord of War was the shit. Bro, that. I both I, of them so two stories. Yeah, till this day. Wait, Lord of War. Which one was that? With Nicholas Cage? Cage. I don't know if I saw that one. Bro, that movie. When my man, when my man goes, he goes. Uh, he calls him. The the African guy calls him something, and then he corrects him, and then he goes, "You are the Lord of War." And he goes, "Warlord." I like it better my way. The way he says it, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And bro, the way. The, when the girl comes up to him with like no arm, when he's sniffing the fucking uh, b uh gunpowder and cocaine, the brown brown, yeah, yeah, that brown brown. Look <laughs> at that brown brown. Sir, oh. would I get my hand back? My favorite army movie has got to be like, you know? Lone Survivor, by far. Which one is that one? That Mark, with Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. That that was your favorite war movie. Probably. That's your favorite, you said? That's I a good mean, question. I love Black Hawk Down. I love Saving Private Ryan. But we were men. I don't. I don't know, bro. What can you watch the most? Like what? What war movie? If it comes I've watched on, that watch. movie at least ten times already. We were men. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think. That that's what you like. We were men. We were men with uh, what's his name, Mel Gibson, and then you had uh, Sean Elliott in there. The guy, the guy passed by me. Goes, we're having a good morning, aren't we? He's like, what are you, the fucking weatherman? <laughs> I would say the best war movie ever, niggas. Platoon. That that was a good one. But I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna hit you over the head right now. All right. Don't say Metal Gear Solid, bro. No, no, no. I'm gonna hit you over the head right now. That's a video game. <laughs> I mean, not Metal Gear. Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> no. Full Metal That's another badass one. The Patriot. That's a yeah. good one. That's a good movie. Yes. Bro. That was before Heath Ledger sucked dick. <laughs> yeah, but Heath Ledger was great in that too. But that, the Patriot, bro, bro, that scene where he goes crazy, Mel Gibson, he kills like eight people, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of my I have fantasies about that every day. <laughs> I want to broadcast public murders <laughs> on national TV. Like, constantly. <laughs> I, was, I came up with a game with my dad the other day. So we, we get in the car, we're driving from... Uh, Pelham Bay to my neighborhood, right? So I'm like, look at this fucking guy. Look, 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 look. He won't let me in. This guy, I'm like, he's a fucking asshole, you know? So I'm looking at daddy. I'm like, I just wish I had a gun with a silencer. And anytime anybody did anything annoying, 
driving, I just shoot the tires, just the tires. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then we, we, we started a game. How many people would I shoot from Pelham Parkway to my house, right? Which is like an eight-minute drive. <laughs> seven, seven people, bro. Seven people. I, I was going to shoot the cars, bro. That, that reminds me of that movie, dude. Arbor, what was the name of that movie with uh... – what the fuck is that guy? Is it Michael Douglas? He has like that short haircut with the glasses. He's like a businessman. Oh, no. oh and he goes crazy? What the fuck was his name? Yeah, it is Michael Douglas. Yeah, he goes crazy. It wasn't on, Michael Douglas. On the Douglas. highway. On the highway. It was, right? Uh... No, he's right. It wasn't Michael Douglas. It's no. like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, his friend. No, that's not him. No. Yes. No, that's not him, dude. It's Michael Douglas. He's right. You no, guys it's are Michael all... Douglas. It's Michael Douglas. No, dude. You're, you're, all... you're th thinking the wrong movie. What's the name of the movie? I'll, I'll try to look, for it up, bro. look it up right now. He, he has a glasses, he has a tie, and he, like, runs up in a restaurant. He got, like, a Tech 9 and a shotgun, and some guys try to rob him, and he, like, that just movie's goes great. Falling down? Falling down. Falling down, yes. Who's in it? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. I've never seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, is on on the picture of it, he's got he's got like a what kind of gun is this, bro? Like a Tech Nine. What's the what's the Uzi with the grip on the front? Tech Tech Nine. Nah, it's not Tech Nine. That's not Tech Nine. A Mac what is it? I'll show you the picture. Hold on here. Look. It's a yeah, Mac. Tell me what this is. It's not a Mac, dude. Oh, okay. This one. What is that? Blow it up. That's a Mac, bro. Blow that's it up, not, Tommy. That's a Uzi. That's a Uzi. That's, that, that's a Uzi right there. Yeah, that's a Uzi. Israeli made, very reliable. Yeah, that's an Uzi. Remember in Money? You guys ever see Money Talks? A uh, long time ago. When they go to get the guns <laughs> with, with, uh, with Chris Tucker. And he's like, you brought the white boy in my... He's like, who's this? He's a cop. You know, he's like, no, man, I'm not a cop. You know, and he goes, he goes... I got the heckler. He goes, the heckler Koch, uh, and he's an MP5. He's like, I got the Uzi. He's like, very quiet, very urban. And then Charlie Sheen goes, Charlie Sheen goes, I go with the heckler and Koch. I mean, he goes, he goes, it's, about a, it's got a faster cyclic, cyclic rate. And he goes, it's German made as opposed to Israeli made. And <laughs> as he's talking, the red dot starts going by. <laughs> he goes, you sure you're like, a cop? You sure you're not a cop? Hey, who's this black guy at our party? Uh, it's Vic Damone's son. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, Vic Damone, Junior. Where he goes, Junior? I thought she was my first, my last, my everything. <laughs> that was great. When he goes, when he's outside, and he goes, he goes, uh, you want something to eat? He goes, yeah, I can eat, you know. And he goes, hey, he goes, I'm gonna get the with the grits and the mama lils and this and that. He goes, thanks, ma. He goes, thanks, ma. He goes, that's your mother. Yeah. He goes, that's how the rich stay rich, man. Keep it in the family. <laughs> that funny, bro. Bro, movies in the nineties were the shit, dude. I was oh, thinking yeah. the other day, what was the best decade for movies? We oh, talked about late, this late, late, late eighties, early. Oh, sorry, late eighties, early nineties. I would say mid nineties uh, to the mid two thousands. No, just decade, bro. Just a decade. Like, I mean, ninety five to two thousand five. That's not a decade. That's two decades mixed in one. Oh man, I'd say, I know, but that's that, that's my version of it. You can't pick. They can't just pick 10 years. It has to be 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. I'd have to say 80s. Uh, then that's hard then because there's a lot no, of big I'd movies. Say 90s. Both. 
Yeah, but how are we rating the movie? Are we rating by quality or by plot or by story? Oh, fuck quality. Just badass movies, dude, that, that are forever. That you like. Yeah. I would say 90s then. I would say... They, damn, they, man, I got to say 90s. Said, they said between... Uh, 80s too, man. I don't know. They said between 98 and 2004, the best movies like to I this day were made. Think about it, bro. Yo, The Matrix came out in 99, bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Matrix. Ninety-eight or ninety-nine. Blade. 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 Bro, this day, when I see the opening, there's two scenes in Blade that make me go crazy. The opening scene. It's dude, crazy. When the dude's dancing and shit, and then everything like all oh, the turn of vampires and Blade comes out and he waxes everybody, right? That was dope as fuck. The end scene. The end scene when he's fighting dudes to get to Frost. He's fighting dudes, and then. He fucking uh, the last guy, the last guy he uh he takes his sword and he goes, and then like does this shit with the sword and then goes mm -hmm. like this with it. I was like ah, he's the man. <laughs> I was like ah, he's the bro. Man. One of the one of the baddest movies ever, dude, with an opening scene like that when they're in a the club, uh, replacement killers. Ah, uh, Chang Wong Fat and uh, Mira Savino. That was a good fucking movie. You know what you else got was a good movie? The big hit. You guys remember that movie or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, with Mark Wahlberg and uh, yeah. Phillips. Yeah, oh, my God. Bro, I stay quoting that. that. I stay quoting the end of that movie with, with Lou Diamond Phillips when he goes, uh, what does he say at the end of the movie, bro? I forgot. Any, any like a gay gangster or something? No, no, he's the bad guy. He goes, uh, fuck, he says something at the end of the movie, and I, I quote it literally like, probably like six remember. times a week. He goes, something I'm going to say when I say, motherfucker, or something like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a bad the black guy. Dude, the black dude that doesn't, he, he finds jerking off at like 30-something years old. <laughs> and the whole movie, it's about him jerking off. <laughs> In all these movies, nobody brought up Pulp Fiction. Nobody brought up Reservoir. Oh, no, we're we, we, we getting to that. Those Pulp Fiction, classics, one though. of the best ever, dude. Nobody brought up I like Pulp Elf. Fiction. What about Tango and Cash? That was I like a. Love that's a good movie. I, I liked it. Uh, I I am in love with Kurt Russell, bro. Donnie. Like I'm in love. I have a man crush on Kurt Russell in the eighties. I think he's great. I no, but like I have a man like that dude. If there was one guy I could be like, it was that guy because oh, not only Kurt was he Russell handsome, was but he was like a guy's guy, and he looked like so cool and and like uh like just mad charismatic. You know what I'm saying? Like Rocky Balboa was. He was, he was brolic, you know what I'm saying? He was, a, he was ripped, you know, he was big. But Kurt Russell was just such a badass. Oh, Kurt Russell was the shit, dude. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I loved it. Uh, that's one of my favorite movies even today. We that watched, me and Donnie watched uh, Tango and Cash at his house, and I was getting fucked up, and he's driving me home to Waterford. We're in the freeway. He had to stop so I could throw up. He stops. I throw up. We're at a gas station. He goes inside the gas station. They had a... Uh, Skull cap. Uh, a skull cap that said cash on it. <laughs> I'm vomiting on the on the fucking pavement. I'm like, huh, huh, huh. Donnie's like, comes up with the skull cap on. He's like, cash, baby, cash. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he wanted to fucking kill me, dude. <laughs> my soul is leaving my body, and he's he's referencing the movie. Bro, by the way. What do you guys think about these debates, bro? You think they're really going to happen or what? No, dude. You, you already know. Biden's going to get COVID. <laughs> he can't go to the debates. 
<laughs> like, it's going to happen. No, I, I hope they do this. No, nah, that's never gonna happen. Yeah, I think Joe Rogan's a chill, bro. I don't know. How do you Why, what happened, dude? Did you see his apology? Yeah. No, I didn't. I don't even know what's going on with Joe Rogan. I was so disappointed in him. Why were you disappointed? Fucking... What? Because what he said was true. What well, happened? He probably doesn't. What he say? Oh, I, I don't even know what's going on. Did somebody fill me in? All right, um, while we talk about it, look it up real quick and then co- jump back in. So, no, Joe Rogan on a podcast, he was talking um, about how they were starting fires around, like, Portland and, and Seattle and those areas. Yeah. Joe Rogan came out and said he would do a <laughs> debate with Trump and Biden. After that, everybody started attacking him that didn't want that to happen because Trump said he would do it. So then they started nitpicking through all his episodes – and finding something transphobic, tra- uh, like transphobic or racist or whatever to put him down. They found an episode where he said uh, activists were starting the wildfires in California. But that just happened. That was his latest episode that he released. They're going to go through the rest of them, too. They're gonna I find- know, I know. But that was his, that, that, that's why he released that, because that was the latest episode. And I guess, like, mad people hit him up and were like, that's not true or whatever. So... He didn't. Maybe he thought that he was wrong about that, and and what you guys are saying, it turns out that it was true. But by the way, I got censored uh, from Instagram. I got fact checked, and a post was removed of mine because I posted up something that said the CDC says six percent of all COVID deaths are directly related to COVID, and that got fact checked, and uh, my post got censored. What? Yeah, and I was, I was like, I was like, this is crazy. Like, I took what that. I was fuck? like, I took it from the CDC. Like, how is this? How, I, who fact checked this? Bro, man. Uh, one this of is, the this, this is communism, bro. One of the That's which one? Is. Some guy that was high up at Twitter just resigned from Twitter and joined the Biden campaign. I heard that. That's crazy. What? Yeah. That's fucking well, the crazy. thing with Joe Rogan is, if you're going to apologize because something was debunked, then apologize for all the shit that you said about Trump that was debunked. <laughs> what did he say about Trump? He said a lot of fucking things about Trump for, that are wrong. He had a podcast on with the Innocence Project where they said that Kamala Harris withheld evidence that could have let an innocent man out of jail, but she was still better than Trump. That's opinion. Yeah, but that's the point. That's the point. Joe Rogan's opinion. He's not a journalist. He's not who's. I, I know that, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. In that sense, I mean, I, it just, I feel like probably he thinks that because so many people listen to him, and they'll they spread information like we always I always quote Joe Rogan on a lot of shit you know what I'm saying because I listen to him a lot so he maybe he thinks because we because people believe in him and they take what he says for like you know to yeah be but cool. Tom for you to say like the statement I just made that happened to be opinion but that he allowed to go on there so if if he has a platform where there's millions of listeners who aren't who don't read articles and aren't educated in That's certain how he's things, cool. they. 
Norman said it was his fault. So if it's not his fault, then why would he apologize for a statement? Why are you going to apologize for statements that are bad towards the left wing and the anti-fascist, Antifa and BLM, but you're not going to apologize for statements that, are, that you've said wrong that are right wing statements? Preach! I don't know. I think, I think that he just doesn't like Trump. Okay, that's fine. I think... He no, but like, that's not what he said. That's not the platform. He doesn't say that on his platform. I, if he came straight out and said, I don't like Trump, and I'm going to say that. No, he doesn't say that yeah, all the time. Does. He, he says, says he's batshit crazy. Hold on, because I'm finishing my cigarette. Everybody says that. Even Fox News says Trump is batshit crazy. Yeah, they, he says he's crazy. I mean, he hasn't said anything. Like, I, I'll be honest. He hasn't said anything about one of his policies. And Joe Rogan is like the first person to admit that he doesn't know shit about politics. So I think sometimes he's a victim of being the people, the people believing the people that are on the podcast, like like because they make such compelling arguments, you know, like that Kamala Harris thing. When they said that, he was probably like his mind was probably blown, and then he just believed whatever, like you know, like he just let them say whatever they wanted because they already came up with that whole thing about Kamala Harris. I didn't know that we were going to bring this up on the podcast, but for you asking me, he, his first podcast with Spotify was Duncan Trussell. All right. That entire podcast was a bunch of false left wing narrative. And it was an anti-Trump podcast. And Duncan Trussell has no knowledge of anything. So I didn't bring specific quotes that he's let slide. And theory. Well, I'm, not, I'm not attacking him. But I'm just saying that it's, it's not if you're going to say I was wrong, which that's great that he says when he's wrong. But everybody's saying that it's a show. <clears throat> Spotify made him say it. I think he likes Trump. I don't well, know. I gotta be honest. I, I think know. he likes him, but he's I just gotta be honest. He was. He, they did not. So when they imported his whole library over to Spotify, they left out a lot of uh, right wing people from his podcast, like the episodes. They did. They didn't include them in there, and they're already trying to get his deal revoked because they're saying that he's transphobic. So they've had meetings with uh, the team members at Spotify. And they want him. They want the deal. They want him to get taken off of Spotify because uh, they think he's transphobic. Who's, who's that? Right? Uh, he has a right to feel any way he wants. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make no sense, bro. Guys, who's that? Who's that far right conspiracy theorist? Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. Joe Rogan's most viewed podcast episode was with Alex Jones because he literally like. Egged on Alex Jones. Alex Jones went crazy. And Spotify left that off specifically because of Alex Yeah, that's bullshit. Like, if, if they're doing that to him, that deal, if I was him, I would take that deal and be like, yo, fuck that. I, I don't want this deal anymore. Wait, is Spotify like the new You don't YouTube need or? Spotify. He doesn't, but the reason why he, he wanted to go to Spotify was because, was because YouTube, YouTube, was censoring YouTube, him. YouTube was censoring him. So if you're going to go to Spotify and they're censoring you too, I mean, maybe he, he's so big, he should have just created his own shit, like where you could download an app yeah. just to watch his podcast. Yeah. I, everybody that listens to him would have downloaded the app. You know what I'm saying? Well, my but they don't want to pay for it, though. But you don't have to pay for it. He makes so much money on commercials. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He should have went to a company that was already like on the low end of things, bought the company <laughs> right out. And brought that shit right back. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's smart. I think he fucked up by going to Spotify now. Like, I think, like, let's say, like, XM Radio was going out of business soon. 
He could have bought out XM Radio. He would have had a two, three million subscribers right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he, his format, you know, it's it's. I don't know if it's good for like XM Radio. I think he could have just. How much does the app cost? How much does the app cost? That's what originally he said that he was going to make his own app like Chris D'Elia did. That's and what time. That's what he said he was doing because he didn't like that YouTube was censoring him. They were demonetizing him. And then all of a sudden, he's what? The epic. Sorry, what was that? The sex offenders registry? That's right. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, listen, I don't agree with a lot of Joe Rogan's opinions, but the reason I'm a fan is because he did not censor himself in the beginning. He exposed us to a lot of different views that I wasn't aware of. And even though some of them were crazy, he had on a lot of guests that I don't agree with, but he had on both sides of the coin. I appreciated that. So now if you're going to pan, pander to the fucking, to the left, you're not the Joe Rogan we all followed. Like I don't know. Fuck. He has Ben Shapiro on a lot. Ben Shapiro is pretty. Uh, yeah, and on the Duncan Trussell episode, Duncan Trussell was putting down Ben Shapiro. Called him a nerd. Called him a nerd. Called him all kinds of things. And Ben Shapiro is a, an attorney. His wife is a doctor. He's religious. He's a father. He's a business. He's very successful and intelligent. And to allow some fucking low life like Duncan. And Trussell, he got fucking multiple death threats. Yeah, his family by Nazi, by neo Nazis, right? Yeah. By well, no, white supremacists. White supremacists was threatened, and he's still on his platform. Not only that, he's threatened by white supremacists, and he's threatened by leftists that call him a white supremacist. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the weirdest thing to me. Like that. Fucks well, the, the, this guy Joe Rogan just had that guy Douglas Murray on. I don't know if you guys ever heard that podcast. That that guy, yeah, he's he's fantastic. Like I like that guy. Like everything he was saying made sense to me. You know what I mean? Like he called out a lot of shit. And uh, I would have thought that Joe Rogan, especially I respect his intelligence. I'm not saying he's a genius, but I respect his intelligence as far as how he did his show. I would have thought he would have put it in the contract with Spotify. Like, hey, all right, we signed this contract. You have to download every other episode that I've done. You can't censor any of it. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Maybe, uh, who knows? Like, you got to think. Maybe maybe he doesn't care because those podcast episodes are still available on iTunes. Yeah, but it's still censorship. Either way, I, no, think, I know, but maybe that's a loophole. I think we're blaming Spotify and saying that Spotify made him apologize. I, I don't think they did make him apologize. And I think that he, that was part of the contract that those episodes were not going to be uploaded. And I think he was okay with that. Because I think he doesn't, he doesn't like the fact that he had Alex Jones on. Um, I forget which other ones were not. Alex He's probably Jones, making money, like you that, said, off of iTunes. Listen, that, that that episode. Yeah. that's what I'm getting at. He's smart enough where he would have said that in his contract. He was okay with being for a reason. He knew yeah, they were. dollars. He knew they were going to take away some episodes if he's getting fifty million dollars, and he was fine with it. He's I don't even with- know. I don't even know if he. Listen, man. I don't even know if if I'm going to meetings and someone's trying to acquire my podcast, right? I I don't even know if I'm asking that. Like now, I would because now I know shit like that happens. But if I was doing a, a contract with them, I I don't know. I, I, I would no, even I ask. Know. Him. You know why, Tom? Because I'm gonna tell you. 
he brings in so much revenue from YouTube, right? He knew what he was bringing from the get-go. Just like Lily knows, like, like you know how Lily was like, yo, let's start this and let's start that. If we, if we get uh, sponsors, this is how you make money. He had the top sponsors going through him, okay? A, a little 20-second uh, commercial on his shit might have cost people two, three million dollars. You know no, what I mean? Not that much, but I know what you no, mean. Yo, listen, you'd be surprised, bro. Nah, he makes like $600,000 a month. Tom, Joe nah, Rogan? He, bro, you'd be surprised. He might his- make 600000 off of the radio. You don't know what he makes off of the advertisement. You don't know what he makes off a of sponsorship. You don't know, bro. He makes no, a well, lot of they money. They say it. I know he makes a lot of money. He's the number one podcaster in the world. You know what I'm saying? He makes a lot of money, and he makes it from different revenue streams. You know what I'm saying? The reason why I think the reason why he was going to Spotify was because he wanted a place to put his video podcast up, which they're gonna offer soon. Oh. And he wanted a place to put his video podcast up because YouTube was uh demonetizing demonetizing him, him so much. Like, you see and how it is with us, bro. When I upload our podcast, that's why everything's audio. Whenever I play, like, any other clips, it's audio now. Just because anytime you put a video on there, immediately it gets flagged. And they it's review copyright. it. Yeah, but it's like everything we've put on here, we've commented on, we've talked about it. It's under the fair use. Like, why do I have to fight with you, YouTube, to put my content up? You should be fighting to, with, the, with the people who are producing the content their lawyers and saying, show me proof that this is not fair use. Why do I have to prove to you that it's fair use? You know what I'm saying? Like, they have it backwards, YouTube. They so, make- yeah, but to Arbor's point, he said Joe Rogan, he respects his intelligence. Right? Is that what you said? Yeah. I, I can't say I've respected his intelligence. I've respected his thirst for knowledge, which is what led me to his podcast, because his thirst for knowledge brought on guests that that were intelligent and were well-versed in certain areas. That's a very good point, dude. So his intelligence, I, I never respected it because a lot of the times he doesn't even have the in-depth knowledge of things to ask the right questions and he'll cut off his guests when they're getting really interesting. But you have to respect the man's thirst for knowledge and the fact that he wants to hear both sides of the argument more than his opinion. So that's what pisses me off when people care about his opinion. Yeah, I don't – Joe Rogan, I owe so many things in my life to the Joe Rogan experience. I'm working out now for the past two years because of Joe Rogan. I did jujitsu for almost a year because of Joe Rogan. Tell I me, am, count how many people you're going to kill on your way home. Yeah, yeah, but that's only in my head. In my <laughs> head, you know? But the whole movement. This whole movement, you just said it, Tom. That's in my head. Now, you just sat here and told us that in your head, you murdered seven people on the way no, home. No, no, no. he took I their, shot tires their tires out. out. I didn't murder anybody. Oh, shot their tires out, which is oh, a crime. Oh, on the freeway, right? they're going to die. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a crime, for sure. But it's, right, it's a crime. Parkway. We're only going 30. According to this new BLM movement <laughs> and the woke culture, they want to put us in jail for thought crimes. Nah, it's never going to happen, bro. No, but that's what the, it's defund the police who put you in jail for actual crimes. So they're defunding the police, but they're releasing. I, I, I want, I want the police defunded. to go on strike. I want the I think police, the police to go on strike. Should be defunded to a certain degree. 
I, no, I don't think I they want should them be militarized. I don't think that our police should ever sit there and make it seem like it's okay for them to be in military and fight. Bro, they could be fighting, fighting us to take, take guns out of our houses. That's, okay? That's the legislature. No, I mean... Yo, you want to know what's crazy? Not, I think about the other day. And the legislator every, sends hold on, all these hold on. Everything that makes my life, uh, that gives me less freedoms in my life, everything, right, that restricts my freedoms has been put in place by Democrats, okay? My right to bear arms has been infringed by Democrats. My right to fucking vape has been infringed by Democrats, right? Mm -hmm. Everything, everything that, everything that I want to do and I can't do, it's being done by Democrats. And all these taxes because of Democrats. Too. Yeah. I, so, so listen, I'm going to just give you a quick story. So I got into an accident last week, right? I didn't get into an accident. Somebody hit me, right? Somebody was changing lanes, didn't check to see if I was there and hit me while they were changing lanes, right? Thank God you're okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I had to chase the guy basically. He didn't want to, he didn't stop. It was on the middle of the highway, so I gave him some leeway. I was like, all right. Maybe, you know, it was on the FDR in Manhattan. So I was like, all right, he's going to go on the next exit and pull over. We get to the next exit. He doesn't pull over. I'm like, all right, maybe that was too fast. He'll get off the next exit. He doesn't get off the next exit. Then I fucking hit the gas and I pulled up next to him. And I was like, yo, I was like, yo, pull over, bro. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, he's like, yeah, okay. We pull over. It's a rental car in someone else's name. And he has no insurance, right? On the rental car. I call the police. Uh, we don't respond to car accidents unless somebody's injured now. Okay, great. So I have nobody to account. What? Yeah. I have nobody to take report, a report. I had to. I, they told me I have to go online, print out the paper, fill out a report, and then send it in, right? So I take pictures of his car, my car. Thank God I was smart enough to, um, to ask him if he had the renter's agreement. And the glove box. He took out the renter's agreement. I took a picture of the renter's agreement, right? I leave. I go home. I'm fucking, I'm pissed. Because in New York, man, like, you're bro, we pay a high insurance already. And then if you get into an accident, your shit goes up. Doesn't matter if you're at fault or not. And how the fuck are they going to judge who's at fault, right? Wow. So, so I'm going through the process. Uh, and I notified his, the rental company that it was in an accident, whatever. So they called me the other day, right? So the kid gets on the phone. It's a young kid. He's like 27 years old. I know I found out later. He's like, yeah, what's going on, man? I'm like, I'm like, listen, man, honestly, I'm fucking pissed. I was like, I was minding my business in the middle lane going to speed limit. Somebody hit me. I go, he didn't have insurance. It wasn't his car under his name. You know, I was like, now what? I was like. This, this, do you guys? How I go? How does this work? Do you guys have insurance, or like on your cars? And like, he goes, yeah. He goes, it's funny you ask that. He goes because New York State requires us to have ten thousand dollars property damage insurance on each one of our cars, no matter what, no matter if the person gets insurance or not. So he goes, in a state like Florida, once you rent a car, you're responsible for any damage to that vehicle. But in New York. They, ha they cover up to their first $10,000, the company, which I didn't know. So I go, I go, I go, man, not for nothing, bro. I go, I fucking work hard. I was like, I fucking, I, I, I don't get into accidents. I don't speed, you know what I'm saying, to keep my insurance down, right? I go, now my insurance is, is probably going to go up. 
I go, what's going to happen? I go, the rental car company is going to have to pay for my damages. My insurance is going to go up. I go, what's going to happen to this guy? He goes, nothing. I go, so basically, you're telling me that there's no incentive for me to do anything correctly the right way. We all lose. All of us lose, except for the guy that did the damage to the car. Wow. He's like, yeah. He goes, unfortunately, that's how it is. So I thought about that, and I'm like, Democrats. high taxes, high taxes, Democrats, all those laws, Democrats. Like, I started thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Now I have to drive to Connecticut to get my fucking vape juice. I have to drive to another state to get my vape juice, bro. Like, what? Tom, why you know they what you should do? They, you you can't go, even buy it online. You no, should go to a, a meeting, like a Senate meeting. Bring this up at, like, court. You know how they do that? You know how they do that shit? It's a little cold out here. And uh, go on camera Explain your situation exactly how you did, and then and then see what their response is. Their response is see, what, be see what they what they say when the cameras on them. Yeah, you know, someone needs to do that. And to be honest, I used to be a guy that when I went last election, when I went to vote, I voted for president, right? I voted for the independent person, and every other field I left blank. Because I had no idea who either candidate was. And I didn't want to just make a snap judgment and say, well, I'm voting for a Republican or I'm voting for a Democrat based on party. Right? So I left them blank. This time, I'm voting Republican on every single person that I can find on there. Yeah. Tommy. Because Tommy. I know... What's up, Barbara? In New York, did they stop doing that? Because uh, when you said... When you called 911 and they were like, oh, we don't respond unless somebody's injured, is that because of COVID? Or is that just how they changed the law? That I don't know. I don't know. It, it might, might be just because of COVID. Laws now. No, it might be because of COVID. It, most likely it's probably because of COVID, I mean, to be honest. They funded the police, bro. 50,000 cops were, were put out of jobs. Because they've been defunded. But you also had no, it could be because of COVID. And also, New York is a no, no fault state. Just like Michigan. Yeah. So. The way the guy the guy explained it to me actually the the guy from the rental car company he goes he goes they do that because there's so many accidents right they prioritize the accidents so if you know like let's say I get into an accident there's no there's no claim and they send cops to me and then somebody gets in an accident across Manhattan and somebody's injured they've used resources to somebody that doesn't really need it at the time emergency services you know what I'm saying. Yep. So, yeah, but the 18 officers guarding the BLM mural. Yeah, and that doesn't exactly. make sense. If he defunded the police, what did he defund from them? He put 50,000 cops out of jail. I mean, uh, out of work. No, he... I don't know, I don't know what he did. Out, All I'm saying is what the guy told me. I don't State. know. It could have been because of COVID. It could have been because of uh, they lost a billion dollars in funding. You know... Right. But, but I'll tell you what. I, you know what's funny though? I, you know, you know who has it? Whose funds hasn't hasn't been cut at all? The meter mates. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been cut at all. There's more. There's fucking yeah. more. It's There's all about the money. Yeah, you know why? Because New York has no money. Yeah, because the tax collectors do. New York I'm has a, no money. Listen, I'm gonna tell. 
I mean, it's kind of a dark story, but it has to do kind of with what Tommy was talking about when you called and they said, we don't send out officers for that. There's a, there's a building about three buildings down from the bar. It's called the Knickerbocker. It's a really old building. I guess some guy was living there for like 15 years. His lease was like grandfather. Okay. They basically just let him pay rent from 15 years ago, just every month, as long as he paid it on time. He calls 911. The neighbors are telling me about this story. He calls 911. He was in the basement floor. He calls 911. He says, my wife died of COVID. They show up. Uh, I guess the cops got there and they noticed like something was fucked up. The apartment was filled with like mold. It was, it was like messed up. They could tell that the body was moved after it died. So the cop comes out, he calls his precinct. He's like, Hey, this happened in April. He goes, uh, Hey, I need a detective down here because some shady shit's going on, but I don't like, I don't have the expertise to know exactly what happened. Yeah. The precinct tells him, uh, no, we're not sending out detectives right now. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to arrest the guy then. And they're like, if you don't have to, don't. Because we're not trying to put people in Wayne County right now. The guy goes back in the house. They start talking, whatever. He starts looking around the apartment. He opens the closet. There's a girl in the closet. Wow. She was so malnourished like skinny and everything, her hair was falling out. Jesus oh my Christ. God. You just fucking... I, uh, okay. They take the girl out of the apartment. They fuck this, this, and that. He comes up with some bullshit. Like, well, she's autistic and scared of people, so she hid in the closet and I didn't want to tell you guys about her because I didn't want to... See How do you what? stop yourself from beating him on sight? Go on. Cop goes, all right. He calls the priest in again. He goes, listen, we just found... A minor, 15 years old, in the closet, malnourished. Uh, and I guess they investigated the apartment a little bit more. They found wiring hooked up to the bed. And it was kind of like obvious that he was like chaining somebody to the bed. Jesus Christ, bro. He's like, he's like, I got I to gotta do something. And the precinct told him, you're not allowed to take the, take the girl. You have to release him into his custody. What? The cop goes, no, she has to go to the hospital. She's sick. Like, he basically found a loophole. So she, they're like, all right, you can take her to the hospital, but you have to drop her off. You have to call uh, Child Protective Services. He calls Child Protective Services. They're like, uh, you can't come out right now because of COVID. She puts the, he puts the girl in the car, and the guy asks, can I go with her? Cop goes to her in front of everybody. He goes, the only way you're getting in my car is in handcuffs. He goes, they're not letting me arrest you, but I guarantee you, if you come with me, you're going to jail. I'll deal with the paperwork and I'll deal with getting in trouble. They take the girl to the hospital. They let the guy go. The guy's been there for 15 years. The neighbors have never seen either one of those girls. Wow. Unreal. They think he was keeping her captive. That girl was her daughter. He got her pregnant, and he just kept her trapped in the apartment. That's fucking insane, bro. They still don't know what happened to that guy. He was. 
Do they know anything about the girl? They never met her. They don't know her name. She doesn't have a birth certificate. Nothing. They don't know shit. Jesus Christ Almighty. And they let all of that shit go because of fucking COVID. So you mean Jesus to tell me Christ. that during COVID, CPS couldn't go nowhere? No, that, that's a that's a huge thing right now, Lil. Like a huge thing. Like there's a lot of kids that are even uh, dying because CPS is not allowed to. They're, they're not going into people's houses right now. You know, they're not doing their checks. Like if you if you call the, I don't know about now, but at, at least a few months ago, in, if in you the- called. Yeah, and if you called the police and said, I heard my neighbor beating his kid, they'll send the cops or whatever, but CPS doesn't go. They weren't going. Nikki, bring me my belt. Come here. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking tragic, bro. It's a tragedy, bro. It's a tragedy. Bro, by the way, did you guys see Colby Covington? Did you guys watch UFC? Yes, yes. I fucking love it. I almost punched a fucking hole through my through the, through the roof of my car. That's how excited I was when he said that shit, dude. Bro, no, listen, Tyrone Woodley is, is 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 a great champion and everything. Like He's that. a beast. But when he came on that interview, first of all, you're not Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch was the first person to do that. You know what I'm saying? Skittles. When when they asked him, anytime they asked him a question, he's like. I'm just here so I don't get fined. You know what I'm saying? And he answered every question. I'm just here so I don't get fined. You know? So this guy, every question they were asking him, he's like, I just want to, I'm just so happy that Black Lives Matter. You know, he kept like saying stuff like that. Okay, which is fine. It's a little publicity stunt. Whatever. Then the fight comes and this dude beat him so bad. I love the fact that he said he quit. Pulled him out. He quit. He goes, he quit. He goes, he didn't want to go into the, into the last round with me. So after that, when he, when he, yo, I, it was actually pretty funny when he goes, he goes, yo, John, you've been doing a great job lately. You've been doing great commentating and everything. He goes, I'll take it from here. <laughs> when he said that shit, I was dying, bro. I was fucking dying. That shit was so funny. And then he talked about when he called out LeBron. Oh, I like it. He's like, he's like, uh, what do you call him? Um, spineless. spineless coward, whatever. Like spineless coward, like LeBron James. He goes, these guys are talking shit about uh, police officers and have four or five armed, armed police officers with them at all times. You know? <laughs> Did you see the pressure the LA Sheriff's put on LeBron? No. The, so he's playing for the Lakers, obviously. He's in LA. They just had that uh, that shooting with the cops that were ambushed. Yes. The Sheriff's Department for LA reached out to LeBron and said, hey, will you donate? To have a reward for this guy to catch him, the guy that did it, LeBron still hasn't fucking responded or anything. Wow. Meanwhile, my man was getting. My, meanwhile, my man was getting. He was late for a Justin Timberlake concert, right? Had police escort him on the opposite side of the freeway, on the opposite side of traffic. Escort him there because he was late for a fucking concert. So this guy's sitting here talking about all this bullshit. This is bullshit. He's this a is piece that. of shit. And, and he has more. He inconvenienced. How many people did he inconvenience that day? How many resources did he take away Forget from people that thousands. needed it? Forget LeBron because he's garbage. But do you know that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, Kamala Harris that called that, what was that guy that the cops shot? Haley. No, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. 
she went to visit him in the hospital. Not, not her or not Joe Biden has called either the cops, the one that got shot in the jaw or the dude. Did you see that lady, bro? They just ran up on her on the car for no reason and shot her. That's crazy. Did you see Where? that shit? In uh, Los Angeles, I think. L.A. Yeah, I think it was in Los Angeles. They, they just ran up. They just walked up to the car. Move. Walked the up cop. to the car unprovoked and just shot in the car. And I, I don't know if she's dead or if she's in the hospital. No, I think they survived. Huh? The cop shot her? No, no. No. The, no. This, this Somebody criminal. came up on them and just, bang, 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 shot both cops. Um, because you said lady. A lady shot them? No, no, man. It was a lady cop. Oh, what the cops was a lady. Dude, they don't give a fuck. Let me explain it better. They don't give a fuck. Fucking even Obama's bitch ass was talking shit about this and that, whatever. And like a few days later, it was a fucking it was a black female cop in New York that got murdered. And fucking there was no mention of it hardly by any of them. I want to know when this started. When Obama got in office. Yeah, I want to know when this started. Like. I know that Wall. Remember when they were protesting on Wall Street uh, for the one percent? I think it started there, like some no. form of it. It started. No, that was what it started? What do you mean? What What do you want to know? Like this started? whole movement, like uh, I think the, the 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 like the the trans rights, the you know what I'm saying, like all yeah, these they're, things. During Obama's time. Well, I think I think it starts regularly. In the last 10 years, politicians have started to endorse it, where before yeah. they fund it. Because people listen to politicians, people listen to the people that are on TV that they voted in. If the everyday American that doesn't get the chance to be informed, just listen to whoever their leader is, whatever their leader says, they're like, all right, yeah, I'm going to go with that. So if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris come out, or Obama, or uh, Elizabeth Warren or anybody comes out and they're like, oh my God, this is a righteous cause. Everybody's going to get fuel from that. Yeah, you're right. you, know when it really, you know when it really started? When they figured out that Trump was going to win. Uh, no, I would have to say with and social media that. started. When they figured out Trump was going to win and it's quoted by Hillary when that bitch said if he wins... We're all going to hang by the fucking nooses. That's when all of this fucking real crazy shit happened. No, no I, 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 I think with social media, they see, I believe personally, not just I believe, but it, it's been shown. I, I believe that it started with the subversion. I think Russia and China, it's a subversion ah. tactic that started in the colleges. And then once social media came on board, they had a bigger platform. That makes sense. And I think it started then. And the politicians, it just looks like they're in on it. But it's because they, once they saw that they could lose an election based on social media, which happened with the Trump campaign, that's when they took it to the next level where it's becoming what it is today. I got to be honest. I think these politicians that have like a voice and shit, I, I swear to God, I think when they wake up, they're just like, uh, what's the what's the thing we're talking about today? Yeah, and then they're like, they're like, oh, uh, Trump's racist for this. Yeah, that's incredible. I can't believe that you would not use uh, uh, the, the correct gender pronoun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I swear to God, I think they just fucking off the fly. Like, they just do it off the fly. The fact that, bro, the fact that Nancy Pelosi went to a hair salon 
during the whole, when the hair salons were shut down, right? Went there without a mask. First of all, it was supposed to be closed. That's strike one. You already broke the rules. Two, you went there without a mask, right? And then you have the audacity to get on, get on national news and say that you deserve an apology? Yeah, I got set up. She goes. And people believe it. Yeah. People believe it. They're like, yeah, it's true. She got to, what do you, what do you mean? Set up how? You're 70-something years old politician. Who set you up? How did they set you up? They forced you to come down there? Even if they called you and said, come down and get a haircut, you should, you should have said no. Everything's supposed to be closed and you're supposed to be closed too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're all pieces. They're pieces of fucking garbage, man. It's bullshit, another dude. Thing I really want to ask you guys, in all honesty, one of the biggest things I hear today from the left is that Trump fucked up Corona. I keep hearing that too, and I don't understand how. I don't. I. I. I don't understand. I really am trying to understand what they mean. Does anybody feel that he fucked up Corona? Okay, before you say any- that, I'm gonna go look online right now, and I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just type in. Trump's mistakes with coronavirus, and let's see what the talking points are and see if they make sense. My thing is, he did the best possible decision when it started, and he let the governors control whether they were going to do it or not. Because every state is different. North Dakota shouldn't have to treat its population like New York City. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And he could have just said, okay, this is the government's blanket policy on Corona. He did the smart thing of saying, no, 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 it's up to the state. But the problem with the states were they all had blanket policies for their state. Michigan shouldn't have treated Detroit like it does Sterling Heights or Kalamazoo or Traverse City. But the only thing they did, they were like, all right, well, uh, we're all going to quarantine. All of us, even the guy in fucking fuck Egypt in fucking – the middle of fucking nowhere with no neighbor anywhere near him. He's up in fucking go- UP, up in the UP, up in Michigami. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, they, the, the governors did a lazy job of the coronavirus. You know why I think Trump fucked up? He allowed them to close. He should have fucking put out an order. He said no fucking close, nothing. Yeah, but right, let, not- let, let's look at this. The Washington that- Post, which is a really like liberal website. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, it says here, hold on, I'm going to pause it. It says here, um, two months in the dark, the increasingly damning timeline of Trump's coronavirus response. All right, so this is, this is where they say he fucked up badly, okay? Let me know, make sure you, I, uh, you guys can hear it and everything. I do. I have a great relationship with President Xi. We're working very closely with China and other countries, and we think it's going to have a very good ending for us. We're working with China, just so you know, and other countries very, very closely, so it doesn't get out of hand. We are coordinating with the Chinese government and working closely together. Now, China's working very hard. We're working with them. You know, we just sent some of our best people over the World Health Organization. Do you see the data China has been sharing with the United States has been helpful? I think it has been helpful. We've been working very much with China. I wish they could have told us earlier about what was going on inside. We didn't know about it until it started coming out publicly. China was very secretive, okay? Very, very secretive. 
And that's unfortunate. But I'm a little upset with China. I'll be honest with you. They should have told us about this. And I did ask him whether or not we could send some people in. They didn't want that WHO. But the fact is that uh, I have heard for years that that is very much biased toward China. They said that some of our soldiers caused the problem. We're saying, what soldiers? What are you talking about? Russia, Iran, and China are going through a sophisticated disinformation campaign, essentially blaming us. Every country does it, but they build it up into some. We, we handle that, and they probably handle it, but countries do that. As to whether or not their numbers are accurate. Uh, I'm not an accountant from China. You're criticizing the WHO for praising China for being transparent, but you also praise China for being transparent. I don't talk about China's transparency. All right. Now, the so, virus that we're talking about have. So what do you guys think about that? You're, you're unmuted. You're I don't think. I think we each should get a turn to, th to discuss how we feel about that video. Okay. I agree. Go. So you start, Arbor. Me? Yeah, you start. Uh, I think I think anytime any conservative or liberal uh, outlet puts up a chopped up video, they have an agenda. That's not journalism. Uh, they didn't they didn't put any dates or times of when he said anything, because how he how anybody and I'm talking about liberals or conservatives talked about China in January is different from February, March, and April. And for them to just put a bunch of snippets of him talking, and it's like a three-second snippet of each one, I think that's just backhanded. It's underhanded. They're, they're, trying, to, they're trying to cheat you out of knowledge. I, what I want to know is if we had a good relationship with China, right, and this thing broke out, that's like me and you, Arbor, right? We're friends. I don't really know you like 100%, but we're friends here. And mm -hmm. if I ask you, if I ask you, Arbor, you know, how's it going over there? And you tell me everything's under control. I think I'm at liberty, you know, I think I would, I would be like, okay, Arbor says everything's under control. He's the leader over there. He says everything's under control. I guess it is. Not only that, but if it's under control, I'm like, all right, how under control is it? And you give me numbers. And I look at those, all right, those are the numbers. And then you find out later the numbers were wrong. But the numbers, when you gave them to me, that's what you said with the number. I, gotta, I, gotta t I can't go into your country and say, no, we're going to take over for you. And decide, you know what I'm saying, decide how it is. If they tell, this virus spread so fast that by the time we found out that China was bullshitting the numbers, it was already a pandemic here already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how can you expect, I, I don't understand how you can expect them to know that I, I don't get that. So that's my. That's fucking beautiful. Um, I have a, I have a different opinion. And then after I tell you my opinion, you should go back and watch it again. He was saying the whole time in front of an audience, we're working very closely with China. While he was speaking those words to the public, he had already enacted a ban on travel from China, correct? Yep. I don't so know. When was the ban enacted? January 30th. He enacted the ban on China while he was saying we're working very closely with China. Correct? Right. So that means I'm working closely with them, but I'm still not taking what they say. I'm taking it with a grain of salt because I'm putting in a ban. His last statement, that the clip that they just showed, 
it shows him saying, we're sending our people over to China. And then in the next clip, he says, I don't know about China. They didn't want our people over there. What does that tell you? The problem with most people today is they'll listen to what Trump says when he gets up on the podium. And what they don't understand is that he's speaking not only to his country, but he's speaking to every enemy that's listening to every word he's saying and looking for an opening. Okay? Yeah, and while he's telling us words of confidence, he's doing the right thing in the background. Yeah, yeah, I'm working closely with China. They're our friends. I stopped travel there and I'm sending people over there to check on them. So what part of that is fucked up? Yeah, well, I, yeah I, I, I agree. I agree with, I, I agree with every single one of you guys that, that everything, it's, a, it's an agenda. And a couple of times when he said, because I specifically, I even remember him saying, when he said we were working with, with China, he said we're working with, a C, with the CDC over in China. You know? Wait, our CDC or their C, like Like the CDC, because I guess CDC is like oh, everywhere. I thought WHO was the one that's everywhere. WHO, yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, they found out later that the WHO uh, was bullshitting. Dude, the WHO, because of China, they banned uh, Taiwan from uh, entering like their meetings. Yeah, like, that's so we know who the fuck they're working for. Uh, yeah, I, I, as far as the coronavirus response, I'm sorry. I, let me ask you this: Could Cuomo stop people from entering New York legally? Yeah. You guys, do you guys know if that, like, do you guys know? And that, I, I, I believe, that, I, I believe so. If he enacts a state of emergency, I think he's then allowed to legally not allow travel into his state, only under those powers. So regardless if Trump banned them or not, he could have stopped it whenever he wanted to travel. If he thought that it was such a threat. He could have stopped it whenever he wanted. He could have said, guys, we're not letting travel from any country right now until this is sorted out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to say that the government, the federal government, like uh, specifically the Trump administration, like botched anything, like the states have their own. You, you can't have it both ways. You can't say Cuomo can't sit up there and say, we're New York. We do things the way we want to do them. And then at the same time, blame the government for everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I like, mean, dude, he sent you a whole fucking, a whole hospital ship. This is, this is what I think, to be honest with you. When you look at every country in the fucking world, they look at what the United States is doing first. Then, then they act, react, you know, follow, whatever. Right. We're the leaders of the free fucking world. Now, for Trump to have done what he did and for all the real numbers to have come out the way they did, I think he, I think he did an exceptional job. Straight the fuck up. I think so, too. For what we can do in this country, for how we can move in this country, believe in what we want to believe in, you know, act however we want to act, I promise you, he did a great fucking job. I think so. I mean, he, he, he did what he could. I mean, numbers were inflated. I mean, a lot of shit, a lot, a lot of bullshit went on, dude. The, the governor here, the DOJ, just uh, launched an investigation, investigation against her. Really? Because of the nursing home things. 
They didn't do the Cuomo? I, th I think the Cuomo too. They're not releasing the data. But what I want to know is I legit want to hear from, because we have cousins that are extreme liberals. And I would truly like to have some intelligent liberals on the podcast who disagree with his policies and his handling of it. And I want to hear what, what their take on it is. I don't want to be, I'm very pro-Trump right now. And I don't want to miss each side of the argument. But I'm really trying hard to look at it and see where he fucked up. And the only thing I think he fucked up on is he gave them too much power to the states. And this yeah. lockdown went on way too long. But then the thing is, bro, this is the problem, right? So I'm, I, I'm getting – whenever I'm at somebody's house, I went to our cousin Mark's house a couple of weeks ago. And I was expecting – I went with my kids, my mom, and my dad. And I was expecting just, just Mark to be there, right? We get there, and then there turns out to be like seven, eight people that he invited besides us. So I get anxious because I'm like, dude, I just fucking pee. Like, mad people around. I don't, I don't know them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really hang out with them. They're not wearing masks. I start getting anxious, right? Then, like, two days before that, I'm like, this shit is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm talking to Mark, and then Mark's like, yeah, one of the fucking uh, corrections officers at my job was, like, 50 years old, perfect health, died of coronavirus, got a blood clot. So when he said that to me, I'm like, oh, look. I'm like, there it goes, bro. Like, people are dying from shit that's, like, uh, that, that there's fucking super he healthy. He died of a blood clot. Tommy, he died of a blood clot because they were mistreating people in the beginning to no fault of their own. That's it. Oh, by the way, by the way, that when you told me that doctor that you spoke to, uh, your next door neighbor, mm -hmm. and he said that, like, in the beginning, like, we didn't, you know, we didn't really know what was going on. And he's like, I thought now, he was a sniper. No, it's a different guy. And they was like, he's like, now we understand kind of like how to treat it. I heard that from a lot of people. So I don't know if that's true or not. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, the hospital death rate has gone down by 85%. Really? Across yeah. all ages and comorbidities as well and all that stuff? I mean, I'm not a fucking analyst of the data. I don't know. Do we say 85% down? 85% down from people that go in with corona, the death rate has dropped by 85% in the hospitals. Yeah, but that's also because they found out putting them on a ventilator was bad. Yeah, that's they true. Found out, they found out, depending on your condition, like your pre-existing condition, there's different therapeutic ways to deal with it. Like if you have diabetes and you have coronavirus, they have to do differently than if you have uh, emphysema and you have coronavirus. Yeah, you're right. In the beginning, they were treating everybody the same way. You have coronavirus, this is the cure. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point, Arbor. Different. Yeah, that's a good point, Arbor. Yeah, I, Dude, I agree with that. Here, here in Michigan, 40% of the fucking deaths are the nursing home deaths, which were older people that were on their way out. And Michigan refuses to release the data of other special care facilities, like the hospice which you're dying anyways, and all that other shit. Like, God knows, man, how many fucking people died that basically were on their... Even if they would have caught the common cold, they would have been out. Yeah, that's concerning to me. Because very every, every time I have, like, uh, we had a dinner, we had, like, a little lunch the other day with Rita and my cousin, and there was, like, seven, eight people there. And I literally, in my head, I do a countdown of five days. I'm like, five days, if I have no symptoms, I didn't get sick from this party that we just had here with six people or ten people. 
Yeah, you know but you're talking now about that's that's your own mental health issue. No, but I'm Every saying the way that the way that they've been covering everything, like the way everything's being covered, it's like, you know, you don't know one way or another what like what the fuck is you know what I'm saying? Like it, there's no cons uh there's no um consensus consensus on, on what's going on. There is a consensus if you wait if you learn to wade through all the bullshit. Like I'll give you an example. This is not to tout. Before you do that, explain to me. So they started schools here, right? The minute they started schools, they reported 55 teachers reported positive for coronavirus. How's that? But they reported it, right? So they're yep. reporting it, right? So my question is, this is the problem. So I look at them, like 55 teachers. I'm like, that's crazy because we've been working in my building we have probably 15, we have construction companies, right? They've been doing construction now for two months at least, right? And we haven't had one case for two months. And there's probably like 20 people, 30 people working in the building. At any, more than that uh, daily. And that's one building in Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? So we haven't had anywhere near like those kind of cases. And now all of a sudden the schools start and 55 teachers get infected. But then I thought kids don't. I thought kids don't spread kids. it. Did you also hear the next week after the fifty-five teachers got infected and, and one died that was twenty years old? The next week, the story that came out that they don't have money to pay the teachers. Did you hear about that one? No. Look into it. Follow the money. Don't tell me look into it. That sounds like uh, Eddie Bravo. <laughs> Follow the money. Before they they started the riots. A week before Cuomo was on the news, and my husband's right here to tell you, saying that the deficit in New York, they were short almost a billion dollars. Okay. And I said to Donnie, you watch and see how they're going to try to get that billion dollars. And all of a sudden, the riot started. We need to defund the police. What are your biggest parts of your budget in a state when you're running a state? Police and schools. Exactly. And fire. Yeah. They... they pushed lockdowns, they pushed extended lockdowns that were detrimental to their income as a state, and now they need to get that money somehow, but they don't want to admit that it's because of the lockdowns, so they're pushing these conspiracy theories. Yeah, but that's, that's also why Trump came out and said after that, with the new stimulus package, he's like, the Democrats are trying to make me bail out states that are run by Democrats. They have no fucking money, not because of coronavirus, because they didn't know how to fucking run their state. Yep. That's a that's a fucking good that's a a good point. And it's if you look into it, all of the budgets were due right around the time that all this started. Well, I think I think as far as especially the coronavirus, I think it's an agenda for everybody. You look at Lily's point about the schools and we don't have money. So all of a sudden, all these teachers got coronavirus. The hospitals, it benefited them to claim everybody as a COVID case because they got money each time they had a COVID death in their hospital or a COVID hospitalization. And respirators, uh, yep. ventilators. Like, it, there, there's too many agendas going on for everybody to push their own narrative. And there's a huge population of businesses, governments, uh, local uh, and state 
that they needed money bad. Yeah. You're not going to tell me the hospital that had to furlough a bunch of fucking employees because they didn't have any patients in there and they <laughs> had to stop elective surgeries that made them their money. And all of a sudden they're claiming all these COVID deaths that pay them 30 grand each. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Like, uh, I had a lot of respect for, uh, I think it was Colorado or Arizona. They started differentiating people that caught, got, got COVID and people that died specifically from COVID. Because even here in Michigan, if you have COVID and you die on a motorcycle getting hit by a car, they claim it as a COVID death. Yeah, that's what they were doing. The thing that's the counter to that point, which is not a counter, but it's just a question that I have is like, Okay, so let's say we're fabricating here. What about all the other countries? You don't. Every country is run the same. Every country. There's going to be provinces and or states or whatever you want to call them in there that are fiscally uh, irresponsible. And every country literally did exactly what America did. They gave them an incentive to hospitals. We'll pay you more if you have a COVID death because you had to deal with more shit. Yeah. Like, look, look at the countries that don't have problem with, uh, with money, like Japan and fucking South Korea. 750 deaths in Japan. Total? That's it. Total. Wow. Fuck it. Arby, you know Royal Oak uh, Beaumont, right? Yeah. My mom Been was there, there a couple in- times. <laughs> my, mom, my mom was there in June, remember? One of the biggest hospitals. When I went to go visit her, they, you know, you had to go through the process, one visitor, one day, whatever. There, you know, talking to, the, like, the doctor and talking, whatever, to people. They said, we've had only three patients here. One of the biggest fucking, one of the most biggest hospitals in this area. We've only had three patients for the past three months. And that was in June. The whole point of the fucking... Yeah, of everything is not to over, like, uh, extend overextend the hospitals. And you got one of the biggest fucking hospitals in all of Southeast Michigan, one of the most well-funded, and they only had a handful of fucking patients. They said in the beginning, ah, it was kind of hard in the beginning, but, like, for, for about a good two months, th- three months now, we really haven't been dealing with it. I told everybody the same thing. In the beginning, I understood the lockdowns. I was yeah. like, all right, two weeks. I'll take a two week vacation. I'll stay home. I'll stay with my family, you know, whatever. After two weeks, I was like, we're still doing this bullshit. We didn't learn enough. Don't get me wrong. It, it exists. It kills people. But so does the flu. So does emphysema. So does pneumonia. So does cancer. car accidents. But even guns. Okay. So okay. hold on. I'm just, I, I just searched something really quickly. Um, so I wanted to look at other pandemics in history. So, 1918, right? The Spanish flu, which mm-hmm. they're they're um, they're comparing COVID-19 to that. It it infected nearly a third of the world's population. So if that was the case, we would have 2.3 billion or something like that, 2.4 billion people infected in the world. And right now, I think it said I just saw 30 million infected worldwide. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah, it make doesn't, sense. It doesn't make sense because if you watch uh, the Chinese virologist, the whistleblower, that stated that COVID was man-made. Okay. And sh- she was on 
Fox News. They banned her from Twitter. I know that. Did you hear yeah. about that story? Yep. Yeah. That's fucking crazy shit, dude. So, I mean, she based, it was man-made and it was released right after the, the trade deal that Trump penned with China. This is all a fucking farce, man. No, it, it, it's a real thing. COVID's a real thing. Yeah, I understand. It's a real thing. But just like how Dr. Fauci even said, he goes, it's something that's like a virus that's never acted like any other virus ever. Uh, upper respiratory virus that is being pushed by asymptomatic carriers that never existed. Here's my thing. And it doesn't exist. I'm not Here's saying the virus thing. does exist, but if you're asymptomatic or whatever, there's people that are immune to that shit. They even found that out back then that there's people that are immune to it. Here's my thing. The government took control of the people. Right, he wants to get in the meeting. Way too easily. Like, yeah. way too they, easily. They let themselves become sheep very quickly. And like I said, I was okay with two weeks. I'm fine with that. But going two months, three months, four months. Five I have kids, a friend, six, seven months. I have a friend that works in a hospital. She's super liberal. Her boyfriend is a good friend of mine. They live like right next to the bar. They, so one of their friends got tested for COVID, tested positive for COVID. So they quarantined for two weeks. One night I'm at the bar. He's like, oh, I, he's not showing up. Usually he's there Friday, Saturday because he works the other days. So I'm like, hey, where are you guys at? He's like, oh, we're quarantining, you know, this and this happened. We're, we're just not going to do it. I was like, oh, okay. He goes, but why don't you come upstairs? <laughs> I go, what the fuck's it between you inviting a bunch of people to your house? And you come into the bar. <laughs> For those two weeks, they literally had 20 people up at their house. Wow. And, a good time. <laughs> and then they tell you, like, and this is the liberal mindset. This is like, like how, when I, I hate to say it, but hypocrite. They're like, oh, I'm doing the right thing. I quarantine, just like COVID told me to. And then they say, everybody come into my house because I don't want to be lonely. Wow, dude. Fucking people are just fucking nuts. That's hello everybody. And hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what up, beautiful? What up, What's up, bro? That's an insane story, bro. I, I yo <laughs> that reminds me of uh, of Nick Rudovic, the same thing. When this whole shit went down, he's like he didn't not, that not exactly like him. He was way more disrespectful about it, but yo, they're like Albanians, they're like, yo, dude. I have plenty of Windex for all the COVID that comes to my house. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Don't hang out with other people. And they're like, we're just hanging out with family members. Well, family members can get it too, dude. Were they immune? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, it's, it's also the same thing. You go to the grocery store. You're in fucking Meyer with 800 people. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, Dude, I mean, all, listen, the, all this the, the difference is, hold on, hold on. The difference is you need food to eat, so you have to take that chance. You know what I'm saying? That's the only difference. Like, that's it, really. You know what I'm saying? Going to the grocery store, like, I think the grocery store was the most, was the scariest place I went to in the very, very, very beginning. You know what I mean? Yes. That shit was nuts, because, like, grocery store, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yo, there's no class discrimination. Everybody else in the neighborhood can go there, bro. And you see some fucking motherfuckers 
I feel bad, but they can't afford the masks. You know what I mean? They're sitting there. You know, what are you going to do? Like, tell me, oh, you can't eat? You know what I mean? Like, but like. Yo, honestly, I didn't. I, I stocked up for three months. I didn't go. I didn't go to a grocery store for like two, three months. Literally. I bought. Yeah, Georgie, I bought a amount of ramen. Georgie, I have a wife and a kid. And it, for me to stock up, and we're all overweight. And for me to stock up, you know what I'm saying? It would cost $3,000 for me to stock up for three months of food that could possibly go bad. You know what I mean? No, bro. I can't do that. Arbor's point was exactly what's been bothering me this whole quarantine. How quickly people turned into sheep. We are no better than the Germans. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Somebody listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> no, I get that from the. I've been saying that for months. Dude, hey, listen, funny, funny fucking story because once, right when me and Lily started doing this uh, cleaning job, like COVID hit like a month later, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we did a couple of quarantine buildings, so we dressed up in our like CDC fucking hazmat suits. <laughs> So I, I got finished doing this one building, and I just – I kept the suit on. So I go into another building, and I'm, like, kind of, like, jogging up the stairs. I got the backpack, vacuum, the fucking whole gear on and everything, and I'm running up the stairs. You guys old, didn't like your dreams crossed, did you? And some old Chinese guy comes out of his door, come out, comes out of his apartment. He sees me running at him, and I got this, like, whatever, like, the fucking vacuum. <laughs> the look on his fucking face when he seen me. He was like, ah. He was like, ah. <laughs> he's like, like the guy just got away from China for this shit. My man's trying to fucking quarantine me in my fucking house. Or, oh my Tom, god, Tom, I'm looking at you. I'm listening to you tell the story, and I'm just looking at Tommy's face. Like, yo, dude, the football game's over, bro. What's distracting you? I'm not you fucking dick. I'm not watching a football game. Bro. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I'm Who going down a rabbit hole about asymptomatic carriers. Uh, Seattle. Who won? No, I want to know. Seattle one, bro. Bro, I want to know games. why in in thirty fucking three years of life we never heard about asymptomatic spread of any disease ever. Because they never had a need to test if you were asymptomatic for anything. But there was never a pandemic while we were alive. Yeah, we had H one N one in two thousand nine. We had SARS CoV two. But listen, back to Arbor's point about how... You can't watching. see my face, because if you were show my face... Go ahead, also, bro. Also, something this quarantine showed me, people's critical thinking skills, that's something that should be taught in schools from now on. Yep. What critical thinking, bro? Nobody has to... Yo, yo, let me... Going to yep, your that's... point, Dion, criti- uh, what I've learned... In my 38 years on this planet, right, from dealing with, like, being around a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Critical thinking and focus is something I would say 99% of people, if they have it, extremely limited, but don't even have it. You know what I'm saying? Don't even have it. Everything is just, like, don't read between the lines. Don't think about angles. You know what I'm saying? If you can't read between the lines... At our age, you're not you can't consider yourself an intelligent person. Yeah, but nowadays nowadays if you read between the lines, you're paranoid. Or a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. This is a real conversation I had with a real doctor. 
that went to medical school. Oh, okay? My education is one year of college. It's a real conversation. Yo, my education is a fucking street, son. What's good? Yo, holla. <laughs> We're talking about COVID. And he made this statement about, we found out now how to treat it better. It looks like it attacks your immune system. Mm -hmm. So I say to him, Donnie was right there. I go, like AIDS? He goes, the, uh, he, hold on, hold on. He goes, no, not like AIDS. A little different. But like AIDS, you know what I mean? This is me saying to a doctor that studied once in medical school. I go, like AIDS? Taxi immune system? No, not like AIDS. A week later, remdesivir, the AIDS medicine is working on coronavirus. What I was trying to ask you before, Dion, when Tommy was... I, Tommy's Donnie, did that conversation happen? Yo, dude, I, that's three times, Dion. That is three times, Dion. That you, no, you were me. interrupting my my. No, I didn't. No, thing. I did not. Yo, it's recorded, bro. All right, go on. <laughs> Without, when Tommy was diving deep into like finding out asymptomatic, because that's a term I never heard, right? I and literally was like, a swimmer when you started talking. <laughs> and Tommy's asking that, right? In my head, and this is funny that what you just brought up, Dion. In my head, when you interrupted me, like there was a pause, and then you interrupted me. What I was gonna say was. Yo, do you think if you're asymptomatic to COVID and it attacks the immune system, can you be asymptomatic to HIV? Was literally what I was going to ask before you said that. Yeah. Wow, that's a good question, Frank. That's a good point. Yeah, there's actual people that have full-blown AIDS, have never been on any of the immunosuppressant yeah. therapies and have survived AIDS. You guys are absolutely I, right. I think the answer you can't get is yes AIDS. also. You can't get AIDS from being full because, uh, because I, like, I, I should have it by now. You know what I mean? Like, I should have had it, like, years ago. So, I feel like I'm asymptomatic. God forbid, bro. <laughs> that whole fucking spiel was for him to say that joke. No, that joke. <laughs> it wasn't, but, but you know how I do, man. Bro, every article, every article I've been looking up for... The last 10 minutes, right? <laughs> Every article you look at when you search it in, even I just searched, how do people without symptoms spread disease, right? Because I'm trying to stay away from COVID. I want to find Anal. an article from like 2006. Anal, 100%. Every fucking like... article is <laughs> coronavirus. What role do people... Every, every article is about coronavirus. I can't find a single article about people that don't have symptoms. Listen, I want to do a whole podcast. I want to do an entire podcast where we get to Freud you. We get to sit, like break down all your anxiety and your paranoia and fix it. What does that have to do with what I was when you have to do with researching? What do you He's mean? researching ways to scare himself more. He no, likes fear. I'm researching. I'm researching. Fear. What? The whole thing, the whole reason the whole country shut down was because asymptomatic people were spreading the disease. That's the reason why the whole country shut down. Because if it was as simple as if you're coughing and sneezing, those people could just stay home. But the reason why everybody stayed in the houses was because we don't know who has it. Because up to 80% of people can have it without having any symptoms and spread it. Tom, so I, I want to know. Your I want to your house. What's up, dude? 
I'm still oh, laughing at the I'm still like laughing at the Yana. I'm still laughing at the Yana. <laughs> then he goes, how this nigga, how this dude Frankie sets himself up with his own joke. And in my head, when you said that, <laughs> I pictured like volleyball and me just literally setting myself up and just spiking it myself. <laughs> <laughs> but Trump, I went to your house and the entire family had shut throat. <laughs> Right or wrong? Yes. You all had sharp throat. Me and you had coffee together. We smoked together. I mean, I smoked, you vaped. I stayed in that house for two days. Your sick father and your mother and your sister didn't get it. Thank yeah, we God. We also stayed in the room for like four days straight without coming out. But, but well, Yeah, but you guys still had to touch the bathroom. You had to use the bathroom, right? And touch things. I know, yes. but mommy's there, bro. And mommy's the lead blocker when it comes to that no, shit. No, she didn't really disinfect, to be honest. No, the, the mask, the mask helps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course it helps. So all you have to think is until you're comfortable with how much, how far they've gotten with the therapies, and and people aren't dying from it. Just wear a mask wherever you go. Anxiety's gone, bro. It's gone. No, yeah, I, but this has nothing ten. to do with my anxiety. Lily. Like, Lily. I don't understand We're why you keep going back Lily. on that. There are Lily. people that make millions of dollars that can't figure out the core of your anxiety, bro. It's not about his anxiety. Uh, okay. Uh, I have anxiety. It's irrational. Thanks, guys. What else? What was it? I'm trying, I, I to have, I'm trying to have an intelligent conversation. Frankie comes in here and completely destroys the, the entire conversation. We're having an intelligent conversation. Right, in which I was looking up something because it had to do. It was relative to what we were talking about, and all of a sudden now it comes to my anxiety when it had nothing to do with that at all. We were talking about conspiracies. We we're talking about how the government was doing this, how all these things was going on. So I decided to look something up, and now somehow it circles back to my anxiety. I just don't understand. We we all know your condition. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't understand how it's relevant to what I was bringing up. No, no, no. Me, me. I, I was totally on par with you. It was just Tommy. I think you're having anxiety about the conversation about your anxiety. <laughs> I am. You're right about that. Were you people with anxiety? What about matter. the fucking vaccine? It's gonna come on. So, November Tom, you're 20, 25 minutes. November twenty fourth, maybe a day before my no, birthday. No, November fourth, after oh. the election. <laughs> yep. Election. Yep. Yo, um, let me tell you something right now. All this shit aside. Right. If right after the election, there's a major change, like let's say right after the election, Trump's like, all right, there's a vaccine. Everybody's going back to work. Blah blah blah. I'm going to lose my shit. If that happens. Yeah. I, then I'm going to be like, this is all bullshit. And I'm moving to Texas. I know one thing I like seven, eight years ago, I seen like videos of like Chinese people walking around with face masks on. I told myself, I was like, thank God I don't fucking live in China. And now I fucking live in America, and I'm walking around, and people wearing fucking face masks. Yeah, we used to make fun of Asian people. Like, we'd be like, what, the, what are you doing, dude? Like, why are you wearing a, a fucking mask? All right, listen. I never, like, when, there, when I saw that, the first time I saw that was with SARS. And when they told me it's a 20% death rate, I, I didn't think that in my head. I, I thought what you, what you thought was like, thank God we don't have that disease that we have to worry about. You know what I mean? But that shit was like 20%. Yo, dude, two out of 10 people died if you got SARS. You know what I mean? That was no joke. That's no joke. This is SARS, Frank. 
This is SARS-CoV-2. Yeah, Tom, but it's not, there's not a 20% kill rate. You guys ever seen the South Park skit about uh, COVID? No. They did a no. episode where South Park got COVID. Huh? And they were like, they, everybody was like on the street and, you know, the mech dying. And they're like, we can't figure out what to do. And the miracle cure was stay in the sun, uh, drink, uh, have some Campbell's chicken noodle soup and some Gatorade. And one of the dads on the show was like dying. <laughs> <laughs> dying. He's, like, he's like, son, there's not much left for me. He goes, pretty soon, only 99.8% of us will survive. <laughs> we'll have to rebuild the world. That's so funny. Yo, South Park, South Park is one of those cartoons or one of those shows that I absolutely love watching, but never watch it. I agree. Yeah, it's true. I, I don't know it why. I don't know. If it's on, it, I'll watch it. it. I didn't even know that shit was still on. We got Johnny coming on too now. I like nice. it because they attack. I like it because they attack everybody, left, right, celebrity. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's smart. It's so well done. It's so well Shut done. Shut the fuck up, Frankie. Nobody wants to hear your shit. <laughs> you look like a fucking rapist. <laughs> what up, John? What up? What up? What up? What up, what up bro? What up, John? Now you look like you beat my oh. wife. Keep it going. Come on. What you say? Now I look like I beat my wife. I didn't know. I didn't know we were showing our stomachs on this episode. <laughs> what? You want John, to show? John, show that, that little oh, fucking that, pooch, that little that little pooch that you have, bro. One day when I meet you, I'm gonna fuck it. What my stomach? Yeah, my big fat stomach. It's <laughs> gonna fucking fuck it. You know what I mean? I want to do body shots out of that belly button. You'll There's drown. too much length in it. What's up, George? How you doing, brother? <laughs> what up, baby? We'll call it the sweater shot. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Just have, just, you should just hire big fat dudes to come into the bar and have them do fucking shots out of their belly button. And call it the fuzzy navel. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, everybody? How's everybody doing tonight? You know, you know, just got done with work, you know, on time, you know, it's not like I cut corners or anything like that, you know, I didn't. <laughs> so, Tom, what was the conclusion of what you um, found on the internet? I can't find one article that talks about uh, asymptomatic transmission of any virus pre-coronavirus. Oh, guys, and guys, I'm on, I, I went all the way to page four. Guys, before AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. I know, a little, but don't you think it would be some kind of an article, like anywhere? What's, I, up, I, I would think... What's up, John? Oh, you know, you saying, John. guys. Before I forget, I know we don't have to do it now because we're still talking about COVID. But at some point, can we bring up the pedophiles at Netflix with that fucking movie cuties? Bro, oh, what is up with that shit, bro? Like, how is that shit even on, on? How is that shit still my on the favorite air? Donnie's favorite movie. Watched oh, it three times this week. Are you serious? I don't understand. How is that shit even like still like? How is it on the air still? Like how is that not crazy? You know why? Because Obama owns Netflix. He has a huge stake in it, and he's no, a pedophile himself. Who Obama? Obama it has a huge stake in Netflix. I did not know that. That's yep. pretty interesting. I'm looking that up right now, but I got to fact check that, George. Hold on. 
You can fact check all you Bro, that shit. And Yo, I asked everybody so far, about it. They rebuffed them. They're like, no, you're weird for thinking it's weird. We were trying to bring attention to this by using it and showing it. I don't know if you guys seen the post the, uh, I put up the other day, but Johnny Carson, Johnny fucking Carson, Any is making fun, Carson? fun of Joe Biden. Or, what was Johnny, it, 30 what? years ago? 40, About 40, 40 years ago? Almost 50 years ago? No, the guy know. hasn't been on, on, on the air? Think about that, bro. What's there to think dead. about? <laughs> He's fucking dead. <laughs> You literally told us everything that we had to think about. There's nothing well, we can go it. deeper than that. Who else finds it very funny? It's to time Arbor's to let go, Joe Biden. It's time to let go. Who else finds it funny to Arbor's point that ever since they got Ghislaine locked up, all of a sudden kids are getting found every other day? Oh, yeah. She's 100%. She, she ha there's there's Ooh, no whoa, way that what? she's not giving them information on, like, little rings you know what i'm saying not the big fucking rings that like you know all the celebrities and the you know politicians are involved with but definitely like the little rings and shit like that like how they what, what was it in georgia like two weeks ago they found the 36 kids or some shit like that in my neighborhood a, a town away a county away from us they found 129 kids in wayne county yeah are you guys fucking with us like yo dude are you serious right now that's as far as what that no that's in the news no, that's that's all that's all facts, uh, Frankie. Like they just uh, like two weeks ago, they found like thirty nine kids in Georgia. They found, uh, I think, like fifteen or sixteen kids. I think in Virginia or West Virginia. One, of, I don't know. One of them cousin fucking states, but uh, yeah, man, oh, they, they're, they're just popping up left and fucking right, man. She I she has mean, she has to be giving them something. Yeah, it's not a fact that she's giving them up, but what great timing! All of a sudden, she gets arrested, and they're finding missing kids left and fucking right. Yeah, and she and she hasn't, and you know, she hasn't mysteriously hung herself. You know, not yet. Are they kids by the time they find them? Are they, are they like? No, no, no. They're are they like them, freshly? They're, all, they're finding them all alive and shit like that. You know, like nothing. Frank, it's not funny, bro. That's a county. I'm not joking, John. They're kids. They're still kids. They don't release I'm any asking, of me. Are they finding them? They're I, finding them I'm, alive. I'm asking, there, there was no punchline. There was, there was, there was no punchline. What I'm no, asking no, is, are they finding them within like, within like, a certain time? Like, are the kids that they're finding are they still kids? Like, were they kidnapped yes, at six? I'm not. Yes. I think I think they're all different ages. I think they're all different ages, right? The, the the reason you know that they're kids is because they're not releasing any information about them. Yeah, because they can't. Adults, they they, they legally they cannot do that. Yeah, Arbor is right. They they legally they can't release yeah. that, uh, that information. In in Yo. Michigan, there's 380 kids that they're still looking for, and in one day. Basically, yeah, like in the course of two days, like last week, they, they found like 129, 130 kids in Wayne County alone. That's crazy. That's crazy. I feel like they should not be raiding cafes. I feel like they should be raiding people's houses. Yeah. Where are they finding them? Are they finding them in houses? Where are they finding them? How, all kinds of places. Yeah, all uh, Sex traffickers, the ones in Michigan that they found, led them to about another dozen in Nevada and in New Mexico. That's fucking crazy, bro. What well, is I up mean, with that, man? Wow. Good news, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's I a small... It's, I, don't, I wouldn't even call it a dent. That's like, you know, a, a drop of water it. in a fucking lake. 
yo, that's every parent's nightmare. And Donnie knows if anything like that, if my kids disappear, put a bullet in my head, I don't want to live. So, but besides the point, what was I saying? I didn't know until this week when Ruth Gator Ginsburg, Bader Ginsburg died, died. Donnie put me on to the fact that she pushed for legislat legislation to lower, <laughs> to lower the age of consent to 12 years old. That's wow! That's <gasps> disgusting. Like, and she did that back in the day. Did she, did, whoa! Time out! Time out! Time out! Did she do that when she was twenty-seven or twenty-eight? About sixty years ago? No, she did it in the eighties. Sixty years ago is a different time, dude. Seventies, eighties. Seventies, eighties. There's a representative in California, a congressman, that's pushing for legislation to lower the punishment for pedophiles that go to prison. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, you know why? Because the LGBTQ. So, yeah. So listen to this. So yeah. I heard to this. To me, if Joe you Rogan. get caught for that shit, not to cut you off, Tommy, but just real quick, you should be one hundred percent chemically castrated, one hundred percent. No, but listen to this, John. So, <laughs> so the reason why they they enacted the bill was because LGBTQ was like, it's not fair uh, if we go to jail the same amount of time that someone like a man has sex with a woman. Like, let's say a man's twenty five and has sex with a fifteen year old. It's not fair that we go to jail the same amount if, if uh, like, a 20-year-old guy has sex with a 14-year-old guy. Oh, my God. No, actually, it I was mean, because... How does that make sense? It, 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 it doesn't. Like, I'm it, still it actually doesn't trying to, to it comprehend doesn't, what it doesn't Tommy to me. said. No, it, it, was, it was actually... They fought it because a man, a man that went with a, a girl that was younger than him but got her pregnant did not have to go on the sex offender list because it yeah. would stop them from being able to take care of the child. So LGBTQ said, why are people that are straight getting less sentences because they can procreate and we can't? Because that's a natural, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, okay, so a man, a 20-year-old has sex with a six-year-old, gets her pregnant, you know what I mean? Gets put on the list. He can't take the kid to school. It's like you can't. You that's conflicting. I, I can see why that exists, even though I I don't agree with it, but I can see why that exists. But I don't understand why they would argue the LGTB fucking QRX. I don't understand why they would argue for rights for something that's wrong. Just like you know it's, what I mean? It's, like it's I, I don't because get that. they can. That's why. No man, if you're a pedophile, straight, gay or gay or straight. If you're a pedophile, gay or straight, you know what I'm saying? The sentence, like, listen, the guy should get sentenced the same as if if he didn't get the girl pregnant. But I agree that he should also, like, he, he if he gets her pregnant, you know what I'm saying, and they have a kid and they keep the kid, yo, dude, 20 years down the line, you know what I mean? When he gets out and he serves his time, he, you know, he, he, he did his thing. Like, you're going to tell me he can't take his kid to school? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's such a touchy subject, no pun intended with the word touchy, but it's just so fucking... Guys, you can't argue. Uh, we the need Planned Parenthood on every corner, and you can get an abortion, but if you took advantage of a child, you have the right to raise that child. Yeah, it's it's insane, Aubrey. It, it really doesn't is. go both ways. It you shouldn't can't... go both ways. 
I, I, I don't know. I've I always said I've, I've always said that if I'm responsible, if if a woman decides to keep a child and I'm responsible for that child till the 18, I should be able to tell the woman that she cannot have an abortion because I want to take care of that child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's your body. But, yes, uh, it's your the, body. But the argument that they have with that, and it'll always come. It'll be the same argument, probably. 99.9 percent .9 of the time is it's my body it's my right okay oh, but what's listen your what's your body to my pocket yeah no but listen True. but john but listen True. i agree with you it's on your that body offer. it's your right so you have the right to choose to keep the child right even if i don't want the child i might tell you i don't want this child i want you to get an abortion and you say well, no i want to have this baby so now legally i'm obligated to take care of this child till it's 18. Now, no, what not, if, necess not necessarily, though, Frank, because you can literally you can literally <laughs> relinquish your rights to that child the second it pops out the pussy. That, that doesn't matter. <laughs> See, I'd say that doesn't matter. You still have to pay child support. Or, or, no, or you don't. If you, if you have no rights, if you, if, you, if you have no rights to the child, you don't have to pay. Okay. I didn't know that. And that's that, that's, that's just going from what I know about the situation, from what I went through. And as far as Florida law, I don't know what it is in, you know, New York, California, Michigan. I don't know. The, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, dude, the laws down here, as far as like child care and parenting and, and child support and shit like that, bro, it's like a fuck. It's like flipping a coin, bro. They, they change like every four to six months. The laws down here. It's fucking disgusting. If, unless the mother is like a complete visible fucking like crackhead, meth head, shooting dope and shit like that. That's the only way a father will ever get rights to his child. Do you guys do you guys remember the I don't know if you guys heard about it. The Supreme Court ruling they had in Louisiana about abortion. I, I might actually I might have heard something briefly about it. Barbara, go ahead, go ahead with it. Oh, it's basically um, in Louisiana, the state had a ruling. <laughs> the only doctor that could perform an abortion is if he was licensed in a nearby hospital, because if something goes wrong with the abortion, he needs to be able to transport the mother to the hospital and give her care. The argument that they shouldn't have to be associated with a hospital next to them. They should just be a doctor with a medical degree and that's it. I mean, I, I kind of agree with that a little bit. Like if you're doing abortions, like you should have all that shit, you know, ready i mean what all they're really doing is what they're fucking like sticking a fucking uh, coat hanger in a vacuum up there you know what i'm saying like oh come on dude i'm not i'm i don't mean to say it like all fucking nasty but bro that's pretty much what it fucking is frank it's fucking disgusting it is no disgusting. let me tell you my have, views on the two things i have in my closet is i have a condom and i have a wire hanger <laughs> Yo, plan A, I am Plan B. Fucking love Arthur, coming bro. from Arthur someone. throws in that extra little curveball at the end where you're like, "Yeah, bro, I agree with you." And it's like, "Yeah, I got condoms and hangers, bro." You know <laughs> coming from I someone that has illegal my gun, you know. Coming from someone that's had it done before, <laughs> I was pro-choice before, and I'm just really not pro-choice anymore. I like, personally. After Tommy, I'm with you. My whole I, views unless it's a completely like that. my whole my whole views completely changed the second I went to uh, with my wife and they you know when we were having Elsa or whatever and and I saw what the baby's like at at eight weeks or ten weeks I forgot what it was twelve weeks 
And I'm like, whoa, 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 you can still abort at this time? Do you can and abort? Like, so like, you can abort up to what? Like three months, right? No, three no, months. Some is like, it's like you can decide the baby after it's comes born. Out. The bro, toe of the baby bro. has to be out. When I for saw the baby that, to be born. When I, when I saw that, I told my wife, I said, listen, anything after three weeks, I'm sorry. I'm just against it. I'm just, I'm just, I, it's not, I, I don't. That's my opinion. It feels it feels wrong to me. If it feels yeah, wrong to me, three, like all right, I'm I don't believe in it whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as far as like, as if it's like a rape baby or some shit like that. Like it's like all right, you know, no, who the fuck wants to you know have that in them? You know what yeah, I'm that's saying? Crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't even. But I can't even comprehend what that would. For be. me, it's like you you fucked up. You, you know what I'm saying? You fucking practice unsafe sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, you made your bed fucking sleep in it. You know? Like, put it up for adoption. Or, or put it up for yeah, adoption. Yeah, exactly. Or put it up for adoption. That's yeah, like, you know, that's like, like that's like, you know what that's like? Hold on, hold on. Sleep in their bed. They'd stay awake. You, you know what that's like? That's like me getting in a car right now. Right? I know you're not supposed to drink and drive. Drinking a fifth of vodka, getting in my car, crashing the car, and saying, I'm... I'm not responsible for this, dude. I didn't want to do this. Officer, you, I mean, like, you know, you, you know, the laws, you know what you're responsible for. If you decide, bro, if you decide to have you as a woman, you know that uh, if you don't want to have a kid, you have to use protection. Like, you know that like responsible adults. We know that. Right. You're hey, making a conscious decision not to do that. You shouldn't just be able to fucking kill it, bro. And it, you're <clears> killing it like, you know. I want to add on to what you're saying. I actually have a question for you. Okay, so this is this is something that <clears throat> that you don't like. I don't know if normal people would know, you know, but this is something I found out. So what's fucked up about our healthcare system, right? So our healthcare system, right, and, and um, <clears throat> our health insurance. I can go. They will pay for me to go and get a vasectomy, right? They'll pay for me to go and get a vasectomy, but they won't give birth control under insurance. How does that make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't. I forget what the argument was about that. Well, nothing makes sense but in this fucking the argument is, but, but the I'll argument explain is, how that makes sense. There's millions of women on birth control and that cost them millions and maybe billions over the course of years. And there's not many men that want vasectomies. Okay, I mean, so so again, it's, it has nothing to do with what, what our actual needs are. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with real morals. It's just them saying, okay, well, we can't, we can't, we can do that. I just a profit, like it would just cost too much. You know what I mean? So we'll 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 we'll, we'll put this instead. Yeah. Like that's just, it, but I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That that's that's where our, our healthcare system like truly, truly well, it fucking goes, fails. It goes back to what it you really were just saying before that, Frank. There's no more. There's no morals in this country anymore. Everything's about the dollar, bro. How how can we fuck you. the next person and oh, get more money? Got. You know, like the pharmaceutical company in this country is is a fucking joke, bro. That's my other problem Dude. with like, healthcare. Like when they say your tax dollars will pay for abortion, if I'm pro life, but. My money shouldn't go towards something I don't believe in. I understand my tax dollars go towards defense, the, the police, uh, schools, because I believe in all that shit. And everybody does. Everybody needs those things. Yeah. 
But, but why you, is it? But, but you but can't have selective second. taxes. You know hold, what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on a second. John. No, 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 no. It's not about selective taxes. If if they want to get an abortion, they should pay for it fully. I shouldn't be paying for their discount. Would you? Well, I, I I agree with that. Would you? Would that, you guys yeah. consider? Listen, with all that, would you guys consider? Dollars on the table anytime I go on a date. I'm paying for the abortion up front, and I'm not pulling out. <laughs> not me, bro. I fucking crush up Plan would, B and put that shit in their drink beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys consider would you guys consider um them putting a birth control on health insurance part of infrastructure <laughs> like can like couldn't it be considered i mean the same part of infrastructure the argument you know it isn't fucking if we're gonna I do it i was saying i was saying to frankie one day we were talking about it, like how cool would it be if every year when you did your taxes if they gave you um like a sheet of paper and said, how much percentage of your taxes do you want to go what? to education, to uh, infrastructure, Nothing. to defense, and all that shit? Like, what what do you think the, what what do you think the country would look like if everybody had to choose what their taxes went to? Every school would be a college. Every public school would be the best funded school on earth. I think, yeah, exactly. I think there, would be, there would be no Lehman High Schools and Evander Child fucking high yeah. school. You know, yeah. like, I think the, I, I, think I think the police I think so force too. would yeah. all look like would all look like Judge Dredd. And I think our schools would be phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It'd be like, oh my my kid got accepted to Harvard. You'd be like, oh, which one? Yeah. You the know, Bronx? Like, <laughs> like, you're talking about Harvard and the Bronx? Or yeah, Harvard? exactly. Like Harvard one or Harvard fucking twenty nine. Like which one? Yeah, but you know? that's listen, that's the problem that I have with liberals like we just got done talking about abortion their solution would be they'd have a class in school where they taught rapists how to pull out faster yeah that, <laughs> that, yeah yes that, and that's and that's like, the fucking truth it, that, as sad as it is Arbor, that's fucking true you're now. right you're 100% right because they're trying to push that pedophilia is a sexual preference yep and it's not a mental health issue yeah, just like the church is trying to say that they could, they could get out the gay in you. You know what I'm saying? Through God. Yeah. Can, you know what I mean? Can, like, can you guys God hear me all right? God, am I clear or am I sounding like how George was in my AirPods? Then? No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Who's the one that talked about... Who, huh? <clears throat> I was going to say, who's the one that, that... that's John, I think it was you, right? That said about everything's all about the dollar and fucking the next man? Yeah. I've never, I've never been, I've never been in a position like this in my life, where I genuinely don't like our. Yeah, no, I'm serious. I'm like, you I know do. how people were saying like, oh, if Trump gets elected president, I'm moving out of the country. If you have stuttering, I can't remember what I ate for breakfast today. Joe Biden, who likes to smell and touch little kids, bro. If he becomes our president, I'm not even joking. I was telling fucking Jimmy this shit the other day. I'm like, I'm going to like the Bahamas or Jamaica, something like that. I'm not. There's no way, bro. There's no fucking way, bro. I was for a while. I was confused because everybody like you see on social media about Joe Biden and everybody likes him and like these liberals like all behind him. I literally went to the playground the other day. I sniffed a couple of kids. I don't see the point. I don't hey, see the a, point. But, you know, but, I'm going to tell you right now. To cut you off, Frank, it's like, this, is, this is the best you got, guys? The Democratic yeah. Party? This is the this is what you put up against to beat Trump? Like, this is the proof of the they, they put fucking Hillary up. Yo, they put Hillary up against Trump 
That's why Trump won. They would have been better off with Bernie Sanders. Dude. Yo, you know what I Believe think? They, it you, or Frank, not. you know what I think they did? I, th Who, Larry David? Me. This is just me. <laughs> they put That's they what... put Hillary Clinton up in 2016 because they thought that there's, there's no way that this guy's going to win. Right? Yeah, exactly. So they, put, exactly they put Hillary Clinton up, right? Then when he won, I think the percentage of presidents that win the second term is like crazy high. Right, yeah, like, it's, literally, it's, literally, it's literally, bro, probably in like the eighty percent, something like that, right? So it's they know higher, that. Yeah. It, it so might they, even be higher. It might even be higher. So they know that. Somebody right? Google that. Actually, I would love to know the actual fucking. Tom, so, you're slipping, dude. It's seventy-two point six percent. So, so they know that. So they owe Joe Biden a ticket because he's been in the party forty years. You know what I'm saying? He did this, this, and that. So they were like, yo, we're just going to put fucking Joe Biden up there. Let him get his chance so that this way it's his last shot. Like, you know, he'll get his chance and he's not going to say no. I swear to God, I think that's what they're doing, bro. I no, think no way well, that you listen, can think he's the you best know what I think? But do you think I'm, he I'm, wins, Tom? No, no. I'll I tell you right now. I, I I'll landslide. tell you right now, John. It's going to – this next debate that they actually – I just saw a commercial on Sunday football for the next – for the presidential debate, it's really, really going to rely – that debate has so much importance. Like, I'm going to watch it. I'm genuinely going to watch it from beginning to end just to see his response. Not Trump, but just to see Joe Biden's interaction and his response. And, and you know I, I, I might agree with you on that. I might do the same thing just to watch this dumb fuck. Like, please stumble at least, like, ten times, like, with some fucking dumb outlandish because shit that you have no idea what you're talking about. Dude, he told every, America. Every time, he told America he's gonna take away my AR-14. What the yeah. fuck is an AR-14? You guys want to hear my crazy conspiracy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you, from watching Joe Biden for the last couple months, on his presidential campaign or whatever you want to call it, like we all agree, he has said some like, like Trump says off the wall shit. But we all agree that Biden has said some shit that's like out of this fucking reality. Well, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you can say if somebody votes for this motherfucker, they have to be fucking like they no, they got to be demented, they got to be idiots, whatever. Did you guys ever oh, see that hey. TikTok of that dude from New York when he's like, he's like, let's put, he's like, he's like, he's like, fuck politics. He's like, you don't like Trump, fuck him, put him to the side. He's like, babe, what do you you want me to suck it, dude? He's like, put. He's like, put Trump to the side. He's like, he's like, I want to talk about Joe. He goes, Joe Biden from old Corn Pop University. He goes, Mr. He goes, Mr. Let me touch your shoulders. He goes, I used to like to watch him in the sun, the way the sun used to glisten off their legs. <laughs> and, Yo, uh, can we watch that, by the way? Can we just Tommy, watch that, bro? Hold on one second, guys. He said some crazy shit. I mean, we call, I mean, I don't know if you guys agree with everything that's been going on. Everything just seems like, like they're, they're they're trying to get Trump out of here, like with the impeachment, the riots, the fucking pandemic, blaming everything on them. Like he's gonna expose something that, uh, like I think Trump is gonna expose these politicians. He's gonna expose something, and these people are trying to throw the kitchen sink at it, so he won't expose them, right? But like, if you not to just to interject, this is what I was just saying though. Was like if you wanna you know, trying to throw the kitchen sink at him. You come up with Joe Biden? Here's my point, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Here's my thing. Joe Biden, even though he is a dumbass, 
he's a shell and he's like people backing he's... and running behind him or something? No, here's the thing. I think he's a very smart motherfucker. He's I he slithered his way up there somehow to save himself. Okay? He's gonna ruin the fucking Democratic Party any chances they have of beating Trump. Cause when he wins, he's gonna be like, Okay, uh Mr. President or whatever, uh I know my name is on that fucking hit list. Just see if you guys could cross it out. Apple Hillary. I agree with you. Get it? Mm. He's doing all this shit. So there would be no fucking chance of any fucking Democrat. There'll be no chance of his party winning this time around. I, I agree with that. He's in on it. I believe, I believe his, he's in on it just to, get, just to get his fucking name off that hit list that Trump has. Can we? All right, guys. All right, I, got, I found a clip. Let's just watch this real quick. Ready? Is it cuties? So basically, Donnie thinks he's throwing the fight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thing answered from everybody. Politics aside, you don't like Trump? Fucking put him to the side. We're not talking about that. This fucking guy behind me, old corn pop from Let Me Touch Your Shoulders <laughs> University, this guy, you're not going to vote for this fucking guy, right? Because this, this can't happen. This guy has no idea where he is. Hey, I'm running for... Yo, that's exactly what I was going to send you, Motherfucker, you give this guy the nuclear football and we're going to have a whole new box of things to talk about with Dr. Finkelstein. This guy is fucking nuts. They call him Crazy Uncle Joe. Yeah, and I used to like the way they rub my legs in the sun. Uh, you know, I learned about cockroaches. I learned about... What the fuck is this guy talking about? If they put him on stage with Trump, it's over. I can't believe it's elder abuse. No one has stepped in. His whole family's just going to let this guy ride it into the wall, huh? Old clone pop back there, that guy, huh? Well, let me touch you. Yo, Todd, there's some epic ones on there, bro. I I repost this shit all the time. Bro, that dude is fucking hilarious, bro. That dude is hilarious. That's pretty fucking funny right there. He's definitely from New York, you know that. Yeah. He goes in New York State. Bensonhurst. <laughs> he goes in New York State. Had a set of balls. It'd be the biggest balls you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> no. No, he sounded retarded. <laughs> Stop paying, bro. <laughs> Nobody talks about Michigan here, ever. Dude, do hey, you listen, remember, I'll, I'll do you remember a couple of years ago? For the first seven minutes. They brought you, you back to life in Michigan. Do you guys remember a couple of years ago when, like, the fucking whole world feared us? Like, you know, we fucking got Osama. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit. Dude, we are literally the laughing stock of the fucking world right now. It's disgusting. We invite Frank. Disgusting. That's been going on for a while, though. I, I wouldn't say a while. I say more within, like, you know, the last four years, let's say, you know. You know, hint, hint, wink, wink. Bro, you know? I want to eat her right now. Yo, guys, what? say what's up to my little one. <laughs> say what's up. What's up? Say what's up, Bobby. Say what's up, oh, Bobby. Oh, we don't see her. Say hi. Hi. Hi, hi my little Kim Jong-un. Hi. <laughs> say hi, Bobby. <laughs> oh, oh, no. She's you adorable. You fat so, Bobby. Make her laugh, Tommy. Can storm, I storm pooper. Look at the storm pooper. Tom, can I make her laugh? Uh, she can't hear you. Let me put the headset on. Hold on. She's fucking adorable, bro. No, bro. You don't even know Dante <laughs> in the room of her. 
She beautiful, bro. God, I hope she cracks up. Holly, Holly, get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> she usually dies laughing. Well, it looks like me and Lily have the same philosophy to being an aunt and an uncle. What? Oh, this cursing? Bobby, stand up for yourself. Yo, let Frankie back Aww. in. Aww. Stop, Tom. Bobby. Stop. Oh, you're okay, Fancho. You're okay. You want to go to Mama? Put your Bobby in here. Ah, I love you. Say hey, bye. Tom, Say good night. You guys are going to... Good night, Holly. I love night. you. You feature. You feature. You feature. Bye. What's her name? <laughs> Olivia. Olivia. Sorry, guys. <coughs> I had to show Donnie said to put the video up that he sent you. I'm going to email it. I didn't know we were showing babies. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yo, oh, Captain Boy is fucking funny, bro. Oh, man, get the fuck out He's of here. He's so stupid. Go, go, take. Go, go, go. Yo, John, <laughs> that picture you got go, in your go. background? Huh? The picture you got in your background? I got the same one, except not with all the, like, politically correct terms on. Johnny, show that again. You know what that is, right? What? No. Hold on. The Michelangelo piece. All right, Donnie <laughs> wants me to play something. Frankie got booted. Uh, I'll try to invite him. Uh, and this is actually this is actually canvas, like painted. The dude got the yeah. signature and shit right here, or whatever. If you could see. Oh, it. that's beautiful. Did you see my piece? No, I didn't. I would hold, I, show me. You know why that's my favorite piece. <coughs> Oh, nice. It's you the same one. But you know what it represents, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like uh, God's hands or some shit, right? Yeah. Or something like that. God helping man touching man. Do you guys know that company, Life by Art? No. No. So it's a company. You send them a picture on your phone. Like, let's say are you, you a, are you an are you an artist? I don't mean to cut you up, but I'm not. I got to catch a little backstory here, real quick. Are you an artist? You paint or draw or something? Who? You. I drink too many beers to paint. Well, what the fuck did you just say? That you just what did you? Just, am I lost right now? Am I completely yeah, yeah, lost? Yeah, saying about a company. <laughs> There's this company. It's called Life by Art. You send them a picture off your phone or whatever. Like, oh, let's say I heard I heard art. That's why, and I was like, oh, he's oh, an artist. Right. Okay, okay, never mind. I'm I'm stoned right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you send them a picture off your phone, like, let's say it's Lily and Donnie. They have an artist paint it, mm. and they send it to you. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Really? That shit's dope like, as but, fuck. But, not, but not like a character you get when you go to the carnival. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like, like dope ass painting. It's like an exact replica of the picture, just painted. That's fresh. Are they expensive? No. Can they can they paint me in a samurai when you, suit? When you say no, what's no? <laughs> uh, under a hundred. <gasps> no fucking way. Somebody Shut paints up. pictures for that much money. Look it up. I had one of my boys, his dad passed away. <coughs> he sent it to them, a picture of his dad, like an old school picture, and they painted uh -huh. it. 
and they made like well he paid a little more expensive because it was like he made a big portrait of it but it was like 230 but it was like a huge portrait like it covers half a wall oh wow. and it was just yeah. of his dad like that shit looks dope as fuck <coughs> and how much did he pay for it 230 230 yeah and how big was dope. it you said half a wall that shit was fucking huge I'm definitely getting a picture. I'm photoshopping a picture of my head on fucking Cindy Crawford's body in the 90s. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> Yo, Donnie, no, want me to play this? Donnie, want me to play this video? Hold on. All right, let me see this because this looks fucking hilarious. Anything that has to do with this dummy speaking, I'll listen to it. That, uh, I learned a lot. Oh, I seen this. Anyway, uh, Bo, uh, Bo is associated here. Anyway, the point I want to make is uh, I learned so much. I learned so much. I learned. Black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. What I mean, men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot. You know, you know the thing. You know what I mean? You know the thing. You know what I mean? What I have to do is I have to continue talking about the things. I came down here because I remember the first bumper sticker I saw. I learned that. This shit is fire, bro. You know the thing. You know what I mean? You know the thing. You know what I mean? Come on, man. You're talking about figuring out what you're from being drunk. And you ain't black. Come on, man. The corn pop wasn't bad, too. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. I can hardly wait to meet with that guy who is the stable genius. Come on, man. I am, uh, I'm going to judge my physical and mental filth. song is first of all is that's super a, talented very bro. talented because that takes bro. a lot of editing bro to find those clips and shit like that and have everything all fucking kind of sync up like that bro that was and, bro. and awesome. on top of that whoever would that beat was fire like the beat yeah, was fire yeah. bro dude you're telling me the divorce hit him that hard dr dre's producing videos for joe biden <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that fucking fucking what was it what did he give her bro like 150 million or some shit no more more oh Almost half a billion. Yo, not for that's nothing, insane, but when bro. Man, I said, I forgot I had hairy legs. That's what the kid was talking about. That kid in the other video. Yeah. Yeah. Some corn pop universe. I used to like the way the sun touched. <laughs> oh man, that corn pop used to run with a lot of bad dudes. Bro, I fucking talking? like Trump. Trump says some some crazy outlandish shit he does. He's on Twitter and this shit. You know what I'm saying? But the shit he says, 
it makes sense. Like, it might not make sense, like, to, like, hear it. You're like, what is this dude talking about? That stuff, that's some because dumb shit. Because he makes perfect sense. But when sense. you hear it, yeah, like, it's not like he's, like, you know. When, you, when he you said know, grab him by the pussy, that in perfect sense, because you grabbed him by the pussy, bro. <laughs> Boom. Well, I think, I think the difference between Trump and Biden is Trump's, like, shoots from the hip. Like, he says whatever's on his fucking mind. Joe Biden doesn't have a mind. He speaks from yeah. whatever words come out of his fucking mouth. Yeah, whatever comes in and out, you know? I never you know. Tell, I, I, you can I can tell see you him, like, having... Oh, during the debates, he's definitely going to have an earpiece. Watch, watch the debates how they'll only show, like, certain... Like, they'll film him like this, but they won't show his fucking right side. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the fucking... Or if they do show it from the right side, it'll be fucking, like, some weird fucking angle. They're not going to do that. And I'll, yeah, tell yeah. You, I'll tell you why they're not going to do that, because Trump will call him out immediately. Yes. Yes. They, you know what? You know true. you know what he is gonna that's maybe true. have? It doesn't matter. That's the thing. That's he's why gonna, they don't want this guy to debate. Have fucking Morse code fucking on his fucking yeah, but, leg or something. Yeah, that's because even if they have a teleprompter, like like Trump's gonna eat him alive if he sees a mm -hmm. teleprompter there. Yeah, but you know where where we might uh we it, it won't affect us, but Kamala and Pence, uh those might be I don't know. I don't know debates. I don't, I don't know, know but you know what? He's you know what the you know what the thing is with Pence, and that's why Trump chose him. And I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed this during uh during um uh the coronavirus. Bro, when Pence came out talking, man, he sounded very, very, very uh classy, presidential. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. She might be able to get him on a couple of his of the points, maybe. But as far as him speaking like a politician, he speaks very well. Yeah. So I don't think he she's going to get him on. He's he doesn't hit below the belt, though. He doesn't hit below the belt. <coughs> and no. can I just say, yeah, as a right. side note, her doing an interview this week and laughing when they asked her about the kids going back to school and her laughing for she two minutes like a straight, witch. I've never wanted to walk up to Dude. a bitch and punch her dead in her fucking face like Look. I did that. Look up do you the understand debate. how cocky you have to be to do that? Well, Look up the debate simple. of her and Tulsi Gabbard. She fucking tears her apart, bro. Tears her apart. Tulsi tears her yeah. apart. Tears yeah. fucking Kamala apart. And first of all, like what is like? First of all, we have a Barack Hussein Obama coming in, and now we have a Kamala. Like, come on, like it's a, that don't belong. First of all, the fact so that I, I don't want to sound like the white supremacist racist cocksucker, but come on, that don't belong in the White House, bro. Get out of here with that. Well, shit. to be honest, man, whenever yeah. I hear, well, I mean, whenever I hear Trump's house. wife talk, it just seems weird <laughs> to I me. Mean? Whenever I hear Trump's wife speak, it's like, what's going on here, dude? You're not American. Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah. I, oh, I, she, she should just be seen and not spoken. Don't, yeah, don't I, it's then, just like, weird. Yo, guys, come out with I your gotta white go, guys, glove on. All right, George. Have a good night, guys. Good night, man. No, it's, 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 just, it's, fucking, it's definitely weird to me, even when she speaks. But I don't know if you noticed, but blatantly, uh, that part where Joe Biden goes, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Yeah, yeah, that's blatantly racist. And then he switches. He tries to say wealthy. Yeah, but but when he says that, he's basically saying that poor kids are black minorities and all that minorities are just as smart as white kids. You know what I'm saying? But he fucked up bad. Like that's a huge yeah, thing. Like, why, like if you're gonna be come out with a statement, like just come out and say that. 
minorities, you know, like say it that way. Don't yeah, say yeah, yeah. Fucking, you know, don't don't try to like sugarcoat it to sound like you're not trying to be racist when you actually yeah. are. When it is racist know? to say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. 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 You're doing more harm. Sorry, go ahead, Andre. No, 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 you got it. I was going to tell He's... a stupid joke, guys. Oh, he said like it. always. I love it. When they were trying to desegregate schools. No, say your joke now. And I'm interested. I want to hear your joke. Well, now there's pressure. I don't know if I can tell it. I'm kind of shy. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, uh, that, that was the only thing that angered me about the statement. He said poor kids and black kids. And he should have said minorities because, nigga, I'm Albanian. I ain't never been rich in my life. <laughs> nigga don't leave us out we poor too we going through the same fucking shit the only difference is if an Albanian gets shot we're different about when they get shot when an Albanian gets shot we're like well what the fuck was he doing there exactly you know what's funny I was watching a TikTok and the Spanish dude was like uh, Hispanic guy was like you know why you don't see Hispanic people with the Black Lives Matter movement he goes you know why he goes, who's growing up, if we got arrested, he goes, our parents believe the cops. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. I'm telling you right now, man. I, I told my dad. My dad was like, all right. I was like, all right. I got off the phone with him. He didn't say anything. I thought he was coming to bail me out. I'm just sitting there happy-go-lucky. I'm like, my dad's going to be here in a minute. I don't need I don't need to <laughs> good. Four days later, I went and saw the judge. And I was like, uh, my 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 dad was supposed to bring a lawyer. <laughs> I get home, my dad's like, I'm like, where were you? He goes, I was at work. Where were you? I was in jail when I called you. Remember? He goes, Oh yeah, yeah. The fuck were you doing in jail? There there was no sympathy. There was no empathy. No, I I, I no. To, to that point, I remember when I got arrested and I called my dad. <laughs> And I go, Dad, they arrested me. And he goes, good. And he fucking <laughs> calls the phone on me. <laughs> he gave you he gave you the jackal willing. Good. Good, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, I know we said this before, but, dude, I swear to God, man, I think it's going to be a landslide victory for Trump, bro. Fuck yes. Hell I think yeah. It's gonna, I think it's going to be historic, bro. And, dude, and you know what, though? You know what's even crazier, though? Like, what if it isn't? Like, what if, like... Biden wins. Like, is the fix in? Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tyson going up against, like, Mayweather. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, Mayweather if, not if, Tyson. If Biden like, wins, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to happen. You know? Yeah, like, if Biden wins, you guys better be ready for fucking Civil uh, War. Fucking, uh, shit storm. Yeah, you guys better Civil be ready War, for a bro. lot of shit. It's going to get, I, I believe it'll, it's going to get fucking I, horrible. You know what? Listen, you know what's a beautiful right my mom is an illegal immigrant. She got a ballot in the mail. She got a voting ballot in the mail. Wow. Does she pay tax? Does she pay taxes? Yes. Yeah. That, she yeah. doesn't have a social security number. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to go through that. Has she ever been, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, selected for jury duty? Or gotten nope. a jury duty statement in the mail saying, like, <laughs> we need you to... No? Nothing? Never. And... Immigration came to our house once for her. That's crazy, bro. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Like that mail and shit is bullshit. Mail, you, you, and 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 I'm sorry. I'm sick of hearing, like the point where 
where they're like, oh, people use mail-in ballots. Yeah, people use mail-in ballots when they're out of the country. Absentee. Yeah, like yeah, those are yeah. absentee a big ballots. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but those are like, let's say 30 million people vote in the whole country. Maybe you have 200,000 or a million, let's say like a million absentee ballots, right? You can already know who's going to win before those ballots even go in. So it doesn't even really matter. It doesn't affect the process that much. But when you have, let's say, like in uh, Pennsylvania now, they have two or three million people that they want to mail in ballot. You're not going to know for weeks who won that state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, like that's going to be. We won't find out who the next president is, like, in probably till like four or five months after the election. That's crazy. So just bro. literally get everything in, count everything. And then you know there's going to be people that sure appeal the process. Like they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, they fucked up here. They did like same thing they did with Bush, uh, in Florida, the the recall election and shit. Yeah. They they fucked up the ballots there. Look it up. There are high-ranking postal officials in states quitting because because of the shit storm that's about to come. And the regulations that they're giving them that they have to conform to, which they can't in time put in place. Oh my. I don't understand how how I don't understand how you can't go and vote. I I don't get it. I don't I don't understand what the problem is. I work in a bar. If you can come to the bar, you can go anywhere. I'm sorry, the gym. The salon, if you can go to the, the supermarket, booth. which everybody's been doing for months now with masks on and socially distanced, why why can't you go? Why can't you go vote? I don't understand. We yeah, have exactly. Play. They want to, especially most of the time when you go to do your fucking voting and shit like that. It's at like schools and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Why can't have you your just... little stupid six feet apart fucking stickers that, that go along? Which people do pretty much anyway. In, hit them in the head with the fucking temp gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, dude. Which people do anyway? There's no fucking have, booths that are like right next. Oh, to you don't have masks on. You don't have a mask on. Get the fuck you out of here. You can't vote. You ain't yeah. you ain't voting today. You know yeah. Democrats like, hit them in the head anyway. Yeah, for sure. I almost I registered to vote and I almost put Republican. I was this close to putting Republican, like register, but I went I went. I'm, no party. I'm not even. I've I've never voted in my life, so I don't give a shit like who's like what party is in. Like I don't like that shit. Just does, I don't doesn't I don't give a shit. You know, like I have I have fucking liberal views on some shit and I got fucking Republican views on some shit. You know, so I've never. I, I've never even thought about going to a voting booth. Bro, I've, I've, oh, I've, like, I've oh, voted. A, oh, shit, it's election day? Like, I've never did that in my really? life. Really? I Every nah, fucking November, never. it's I go and, and I Not fucking one. vote. And I'll tell you what I don't do is I don't research all the candidates. You know, but I was telling these guys before, like, last time when I voted, I voted for president, and then I left everything else blank. I was like, I don't know who this person is or that person. Yeah, I have exactly. no idea. Yeah. I'm not voting for them. You know? I've never in local elections in my life and I've never yeah, and from now on I'm going to vote in every motherfucking election that's that they important have. because this poor this bitch cunt that's running Michigan she's running it because bitches like me didn't vote what was it's true what, man what was that true. one character it is true that beat up uh, that killed the stripper who what the one character in Sopranos that beat up the stripper Oh, uh, Ralphie. 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 That's all. That's all. Yeah. She was like, "This cool. Yeah. Fucked up my this life. It wasn't cool even my kid. Show so fucking much. 
I just watched it like maybe seven months ago, like just before COVID hit. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this right now. When Obama got elected president, we had a restaurant on Woodward in Philadelphia. Really nice neighborhood. If you really like crack whores, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Obama crack gets a love night. too, bro. <laughs> that night, I'm on the grill. My dad's on the register because we had no waitress. She didn't show up. This crackhead comes into the restaurant screaming and shouting. He's like, Obama won. Obama won. He goes, let me get two corny dogs and a fry. <laughs> and my dad's like, whatever the total was, $7 or whatever. He's like, no, man, put that shit on the house. Everything's going to change. Obama's president. My dad looks at him. He goes, you know when I came to this country? He goes, when? He goes, Reagan was president. He goes, you know what I did back then? He goes, what? He goes, I cooked. He goes, they brought in Bush. He goes, you know what I did? I cooked. After that, they brought in Clinton and the other Bush. He goes, you know what I did? He goes, what? He goes, I cooked. He goes, tomorrow, now that Obama's president, you know what I'm going to do? He goes, you going to cook? He's like, yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about you. They, it doesn't fucking change your life. Yeah, it no. doesn't, but but I'll tell no. you what, though. I used, I used to think that way. And I got to be honest, that way of thinking, not personally, like, it wasn't my fault, but that way of thinking made it, made them trample our Second Amendment rights, you know, in New York. Uh, made them, we allowed them to uh, ban vape, vaping in New York. Like, all that shit. I believe, I believe that if you're going to get into politics, you got to go, go from the bottom up. Like if you wanna if you wanna change your I life, agree with you that. I agree with that. Them, vote for your mayor, vote for your congressman, vote yeah. for your senator, yeah. vote for your governor. Vote for your governor. I'm voting like, for all Republicans this time. And I and I told you guys I never How do could that. you not? How could I, you I, I'm not doing though, it. Tom? But I'm you know I'm, I'm doing it. Like, I'm tired of this, look, this, this year's the first year I'm gonna look vote. At, look at what these two dumb motherfuckers did to your state, my fucking home state. Look at what these two dumb fucks did to it, bro. De Blasio and Cuomo. John, like, I was just me, I was just telling them before I had to tell Cass, you know Cass. I had to order my vape juice to Cass's house in Connecticut. And go oh, yeah, drive forty me. minutes to go pick it up. Yeah, I was I was pissed, like off. A criminal. I was pissed off because I was waiting for him to get on Fortnite, and he was like, "Nah, I'm waiting for Tommy." I was like, "Fuck that nigga, Tommy, bro. Let's go, let's play." I need my fucking fix, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, but to, because of things like that, I'm especially gonna vote for this dude Ant Antoine Tucker. If you guys get a chance, look him up on Instagram. His name's Montega, and he's running for the 14th district as a Republican. Uh, he was in jail. He got tats. Like you know, what I'm saying he lives in the he lives in the project still. You know what I'm, I mean? Like, I'm good. That's, that's, all, that's, that's all you guys. And I'm, and I'm all he does, back, back up and here, bro. bro. All he does is expose Democrats for all the bullshit they do. And he's like, yo, if you vote me in, I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change that. Like, so I was like, you know he's what? He's a criminal. He's a career criminal. He's going to say whatever he needs to say to get elected. I'm telling you right now. Well, what's the difference between him and the other assholes? At get least this guy At least this guy did some time. He corrected his that. life. At least we know he's a, like a, a criminal. These, exactly. dudes, uh, these politicians hide that they're criminals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. If you look at a politician and you don't know that they're a criminal, something wrong with you. Yo, all right. What what is like the average like congressman and senator make a year? Does anyone know? Three thousand. 
that's what like if for, if for that, across the board that's yeah, every basically every 100 uh, any US uh, House of Representatives I believe it's 173,000 a year. And what does the president make a year? I think like 500. 4 500 you said? Yeah. 200,000? 400 400. Like uh, Sure, that's a good fucking gig. $400,000 to run the free world and deal with all those problems? Shit, I'll do that shit for eight years. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but here's the thing. For Congressman, nah, I'm good, for the bro. President, I'm good. They were already business owners before they took public office. Oh, before. yeah. They're already, yeah, you're already. Because the party isn't going to support office. you unless you show, like, uh, the Coney Island used to work in Waterford. The first Albanian lady in Oakland County ran for her district here. And it was my boss's daughter. She was a lawyer. If she wasn't connected with a business and showed that she was successful, never mind her politics, never mind being a lawyer, never mind having her degree and everything, they wanted to see that you knew how to be physically responsible. Most of those politicians have income coming from all over the place. Yeah, they're usually oh, yeah. successful people. But another thing is, is when you're going for office, like for the presidency, they make millions and millions of dollars after office. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, oh, yeah. President Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton still gets Bill Clinton gets half a million, a half a million per per appearance. Hillary Clinton yeah. half a million. Oh, Obama's about to become a billionaire off of appearances. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and the same thing with these uh with these representatives, they they fucking they make one hundred seventy three thousand, which is a lot of money. Like 173, you say, okay, New York, it's not, it's not that much, okay. But these dudes are living, like, by Washington, D.C. and Virginia and those areas where it's a lot cheaper, number one. And number two is once they finish there, they get jobs in the, in the in industry, man. You know what I'm saying? They, they get jobs as lobbyists. So think oh, about 100%. it. So think about it. Let's say we're all hanging out right now, right? We all know each other, right? We're all working together. Then I leave after 20 years of knowing you guys. You know I'm a good guy. Tom's a stand-up guy. And, Tommy, don't say this is work. I'll quit. <laughs> and then fucking, let's say someone's like, yo, you want a job as a lobbyist? I'll be like, yeah, dude, I got Mac connections and, and fucking, you know, like I got Mac connections here. Like all these guys, I work with them for 20 years, but we all know each other. Like they trust me. Like they're going to, you know what I'm saying? I'll get yeah, them on I board. These, I can get these guys to swing a vote your way, you know? Yeah, dude. And you get, and then there's where you make your money. There's where you make your half a million dollars a year, you know, $700,000 a year. That's the reason, like, I, some people bring up like, like extreme Trump supporters, they're like, did you know he uh, he decided not to take a salary while he's in office? I'm like, the fuck does he need a salary for? Yeah, dude's fucking worth fucking billions. That's noble. Same thing happened yeah, exactly. with... exactly. No, the same thing happened with Kwame Kilpatrick in Detroit. They were like, he... Because uh, he got reelected, they were like, he, uh, he said he's not going to take a salary for his next term. I'm like... The motherfucker's screwing the city. Of course, he's not taking a salary. He doesn't need it. He's making plenty of money everywhere else. And that's how politicians are. Yeah. Oh, of course. But also, if you have a lot of money, it's like a, it's like a nice gesture for you. Be like, I'm not, I'm not doing this for the money. Basically saying, I'm yeah. not doing this for the money. Like, if I have money already, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing it because I want to be. I, listen, Trump was definitely an asshole a lot of times in his life. Like, you talk to people from New York that have dealt with him in construction companies and shit like that. Like, he did a lot of fucking asshole shit, okay? So that's one thing. But 
you know, another thing that I realized the other day is, uh, you know, when 9-11 happened, they showed a picture of Donald Trump the day after 9-11, sent like two or 300 workers of his, paid them out of his own pocket to go and help identify bodies at 9-11. With no publicity, nobody, you know, nobody's saying Donald Trump's doing this or anything. He just did it because he wanted to help. So that tells you right there. If someone's not doing something for publicity, they're just doing it to help. That's like, he didn't have to do that, man. You know what I'm saying? And he Look, did it. I work, I work for an old Jewish guy, right? He's a millionaire. The guy Who, Bernie like Sanders? Huh? Who, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> no, no, he hates Bernie Sanders. He's a big Trump supporter. But he's an old Jewish guy. He's got plenty of money. I hear people talk shit about him every day. Oh, Robert, he's a, he's a hard ass. He's this, he's that. He's crooked. He's blah, blah, blah. I see this guy come to the bar when he does come by because he has a bunch of fucking shit going on. When he does come by, if a vagrant comes, uh, like he's walking up the street, Robert gives them a booth in the restaurant, buys them food, and makes sure they're good and gives them a little bit of money. A yeah, vagrant fucking means nothing to him. Yeah. You're on mute, Tom. Every meeting that I've had with him, like where I sat inside a meeting where he was like meeting with somebody else, like one of his tenants, because he has a lot of real estate in Detroit. The guy's fair as fuck. Do you want a lease? No. Okay. So what are we going to do? He'll take your word of mouth until you fuck up. The guy's a great guy from all, everything that I've seen. And he still has people that walk around talking about him. Like he's a piece of shit. He's a racist. He's this, he's that. Speaking of giving people money, so he's a I, he's a businessman. Is I, what he is. That's how you run a business. You can't let people step on you and walk on you and shit like that. Exactly what Trump did. No, yep. but also with Trump, I heard like, so he would get the contracts, like, um, you know, he would. Oh, he, he would, definitely did some shady shit. Tom, like, definitely. like that's what I'm saying. Like, he did fucking bullshit shit. Okay, I understand, whatever. But speaking he, of, he he didn't. What was it? He didn't, he didn't wasn't like paying workers or some shit. Yeah, like, like that. he he would, what he would do is you would get the contract, like give you a contract to do like uh, construction in one of his buildings or whatever, and then he would just never pay you. And then you know what's. You'd have to take him to court, and it would take you. You know what I'm saying? Like years. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, it's funny that you guys mentioned that, because uh, I'm a, I'm a big time Trump supporter, as you guys know, as we all are. And uh, I'm not. To, actually, Lily, she fucking gave me like a light bulb. Fucking like just the way she like what you guys are talking about right now. Like all this correlates, because we're talking about Trump. Then she mentions like something about the pharmaceuticals, like how he kind of went after the pharmaceutical companies about the like insulin lowering prices, this and that. And I was like, I was like, listen, well, we were talking about quite a few different things. And I was like, listen, I was like, I, that's one thing I don't agree with him about. She was like, why? I was like, I was like, they're too much of a powerful fucking entity in this country, you know? Yeah, they run shit, bro. Yeah. But then, like, the way she explained it, like, how she said, like, how you said, like, how Trump, like, scumbag people his whole life. Like, she's like, that's why he, that's why he knows how to deal with all these motherfuckers. Because she put it like this. She was like, imagine, like, uh, like, John Gotti. Like, if there's, like, a big mob or something like that. And, like, he's, like, he was, like, they're Sammy the Bull. And when he turns against them, like, he knows all the ins and outs against them. You know, you guys. Oh, yeah, 100%. You, 
And when she's, oh, hold on, wait, because she explains it better, actually. So I told him, I was like, <clears throat> picture if, if John Gotti comes into our complex, right? And he comes in here and he's like, you got, we need $100 every week. You don't pay us, you're dead. Sammy the Bull's enforcing it, right? I was like, now imagine if Sammy the Bull caught a, a heart, like what you call it, caught a soft heart and started seeing how everything worked and felt bad for the people that were paying the $100 every week. So Sammy the Bull stayed in it to figure out how everything works. And then he turned around to the people and said, all right, follow me now. I'm going to get you out of this shit. So now what's Gotti going to do? Which is the government. Gotti's the government. Trump Sammy the Bull. When they come at him, when Gotti comes at this him... This is actually like, starting to make sense to me how you're explaining it. All right. yeah, I funny. swear to God, dude. So when Gotti comes at him, a.k.a. the government, and says, you better do this, this, or that, or we're going to do this, this, and that. You know what Trump says to them? What the fuck you going to do? I did all that for you, bitches. You ain't going to do shit. Like, they yeah. gave me and such a fucking light bulb moment, dude. So basically, Trump, all the scumbag shit he did, I believe, because I never liked Trump. And I didn't like him for the reasons Tommy stated, the fact that he's scumbag people. And I had to really think about, Lily, are you falling for the bullshit about him? And I thought about it and thought about it. Like, why? Why is he fighting for the people now? And I was like, because this motherfucker stayed in the game and he had to scumbag everybody. Because the only way to find out all the loopholes was to scumbag everybody. But really, he was a scumbag. He was like collateral damage. I'm sorry you got to go, buddy, but I need to find all the loopholes. Because when I step up to the top, I'm filing it away, and I'm going to take care of everybody when I get up there. Dude, Basically, this dude ran for president because of Obama made a joke about him at, like, some fucking, at some, like, inaugural dinner or some shit like that. You remember that shit when he was like, oh, at least, at least I'll be president. And, like, they show <laughs> Trump, and he's just sitting there like, he's like, yeah, all right. And okay. next year he was and president. That, <laughs> and then he was president. You That's know what funny, I'm saying? I like, wish would have said something to him. Holy you put it the perfect fucking way. Yeah, and that shit was dead perfect. Because you know how I was looking at it? Because I forgot. Like, I started to look at Trump after a while as a politician. Which the motherfucker is not a politician, though. He, he was in that. He was a grunt, nigga. He was in that thickness. You know what I mean? He was in that life. So he knows how to deal with them. He knows how to you deal guys, with all of them because he did it all the time. He even said it on stage. Yeah. He was like, I donated to everybody's campaign. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> when, they said, when they said to him, when they were like, oh, all your companies filed for bankruptcy, he was like, I used the system. Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Well, that so I understand. I, I was able to. So basically, why was, why was Sammy the Bull the only mobster able to rat everybody out? He's still alive. Then he had his own scheme going on in Arizona, and he had his daughter on a fucking reality TV show. Who's going to come after him, my ninja? Same thing with Trump. Who are you going to send? The niggas I taught how to run the game? Yeah. No. <laughs> does anybody watch uh, Bar- Does anybody follow Barstool? Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to, like, follow it, like, not religiously, but, like, you know, I would fucking have the Instagram shit and all that, you know. But there, it's the there's like so many people in that shit now that just annoy the fuck out of me. Did you see the interview Portno, uh, Dave Portnoy did with Donald Trump? I saw a portion of it. In in one of the segments of it, he's like, Donald Trump's like, uh, listen, when I decided to run for politics, he goes, I knew what I was getting into. He goes, everybody loved me when I wasn't in politics. 
I was friends with everybody. He goes, I knew as soon as I ran for president, I was going to have nothing but people hate me. Or at least half the country, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's still more than what he was used to. He goes, of course. No, everybody loved Trump, dude. I everybody. love the country, and I want, it to see, I want to see it do good. And, like, when he did that interview, I was watching, I was like, this motherfucker actually literally had a change of heart about business. Like, he really does care about the road we're going down. I got to say, now that we've had this conversation, man, John said he's never voted. I don't know if you vote. You, you guys, you should vote, man. Like, I'm your, voting this year. Your vote does count. And, it, you know, I don't, and that's the thing that's, like, always been stuck in my head, Tom, is, like, it doesn't count. But it does. Because if we got someone like you, for instance, that's, like, and I understand the sentiment, you know? But if we, if we, if, if a million people feel like you and then tomorrow they're like, yo, fuck it, you know what? Which I think is going to happen this election. And they're like, you know what? I am going to vote. I'm going to vote for Trump. It's going to make a difference. One person doesn't, but a million people does. And one idea oh, yeah, can change a million people's minds. I Tommy, agree with that. Tommy, I agree no, with that. no offense, but I look at voting like protesting. I barely, and I mean barely, and you can ask Donnie because he knows how many Coney Islands I've quit. I barely have the energy to wake up and go to work. If I got to go to work and pay my bills and go grocery shopping, and then on top of that, go do something selfless, I can't. I ain't got the energy. I'm the, I'm, I'm tapped out. Well, I understand, I, Arbor, but if you're going to no, think no, that way, to, if you're going to think that way, then honestly, you shouldn't have any kind of opinion about politics in any way. You know what I'm saying? Because... You have to be yeah. part of the process. Yeah, but opinion, uh, opinions and voting are two separate things. It is, but if you're saying no. – so you're sitting there and you're telling me – which I agree with a lot of points that you're making. You're sitting there you're telling me all the things that are wrong, but you're not going to do anything about it. You know what I mean? Like you got to do – so. I'm not saying go on protest. I never protested in my life. But I don't, like, I don't that's think wrong rape, too though. I don't think rape is good, but I, I won't go stop it. But you're actively and advocating against it. that's the wrong opinion it. to have because some women enjoy rape. But anyway – <laughs> so you're telling me you're you're telling me that like, if you were walking home from a fucking no no work, rape fantasies fantasies and you just no no but anyway no 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 I'm talking, I'm talking I'm talking to this I'm talking to this psycho right here there you are <laughs> if I'm walking down the street I pass by a dark alley and you stumble raped? across someone screaming help 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 you, you you're just gonna, gonna just you know what I'm saying the fuck you doing in that alley bitch. He's a fucking psycho dog. Are you fucking no, kidding me? You walk down on this, that note. I don't think you do that. We close at I three think... in the morning at the bar, right? Two o'clock we close, three o'clock we're leaving. I see bitches jogging down Cass in the middle of fucking Detroit because they think it's safe because these white people have convinced themselves that they fixed Detroit. And I look at them, I was like, I hope you get fucking raped. You're a fucking <laughs> dumb fuck. I wouldn't fucking jog in the suburbs at two o'clock in the morning. What the fuck are you doing? Dude, I see people do it yeah, down here the, all the time. Those bro. are the same oh people that God. go to the rallies and, and they protest for Black Lives Matter. Then they yeah. get a fucking pipe to the head. Yelling. <laughs> we had a waitress. We had those a waitress. are the people who go to Black Lives Matter protests and yell at black cops, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, no, bro, the fact that you just brought that up, like, does nobody see 
the hypocrisy? Like, like, what is that? Yeah, mean? How like, does that like, make sense? Yeah, how we does had that, a waitress. Like... We had a waitress. She was like the sweetest girl you ever met. Came from Podunk, Michigan. Sweetheart, Christian, this and that. She wanted to help everybody she could. She helped me save somebody's life in the bar. After the quarantine, she got another job. I was like, all right, okay, you know, congratulations. I thought I was going to see her around the bar. I didn't see her for a while. I asked I ask, uh, one of the bartenders, I was like, you guys seen so-and-so? Because I'm not going to put her name out there. They go, oh, uh, she was upset because you guys rejected her because uh, she wanted to do a Black Lives Matter thing here. I go, this is a bar. We don't do politics. <laughs> Yeah, like that's one thing that's like that's like everywhere in the U.S. Like no religion, no politics. Like you come here to forget, not to remember. Yeah, exactly. I'm here to drink my sorrows away, not fucking ten shots in you. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, I don't feel bad about that. Like I love the girl and everything, but I'm like, is that how close-minded you are? Like if you're that stupid. You know, whatever happens to you, happens to you. If you feel safe in Detroit, you want to go jogging, you get raped. I, I, I'm not stopping that shit. You brought that on yourself. <laughs> yeah, we go from voting to raping. Yeah, but are we Vikings? And if it, <laughs> listen, those are the, but not only that, but women, if it's a black dude raping you, I'm gonna say Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, these are his reparations. These are his reparations, white bitch. <laughs> Shut up and sit there and take it. Those are the women. And go get an abortion. And they're like, this is my form of stopping rape. I'll just have the rapist put on a condom before he rapes me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I think that not protesting, we were, we always were against that shit. I always laughed at people that protested and were like, look, this fucking moron. I always but think I, of Sebastian Mascalco, but yeah. Yeah, but it's the truth. The way Sebastian talked about it, that's how we all feel. None of us voted. None of us been to protest, but it's like th- we allowed them to take our freedoms away for the past six months. The only the only thing we had was protesting, and we allowed them to stop us from doing that too. Now we can answer the call by going and voting. No, man, listen, vote. you stop. Yeah. You let them. You let them stop you from going to church. You're not allowed to go vote. Yeah, I what mean, do you mean? They, they just told us. I, I put God before government. As soon as everybody was okay with them closing down the churches, I'm sorry. You can't, you you can't, use, that, you, you can't use that argument. Cause, uh, You've th- never been to church, uh, a, di- a dirty liberal will be like, oh, since you're so fucking religious, ain't church everywhere? You could put, have put, church put, in your fucking put, bathroom. Put, you put, fucking... <laughs> What'd you say, nigga? I said you've never been to church. I've been to church. Nigga, you, you drank all the fucking uh, sacred wine or whatever the fuck that's called. It doesn't matter why I went this to This guy's church. just in the, the back, church. just wafers all over his mouth like the cross. <laughs> I'm disgusted that... He drank the holy water. He thought it was liquor. I'm disgusted by all a silent majority <laughs> that are sitting here worse than the Germans, allowing them to take away our ability to go to church. We I ain't nobody got it worse than the Germans. Ain't no bombs yeah, dropping yeah. on my fucking head. We, we the, no. the tanks rolling listen, through my neighborhood. Listen, this is how it started. <laughs> I know, but this is how you combat and it. We're going to go and vote. You elect, we're go and vote. Affect, yeah, but you elect officials that have, have your it. interests in mind. 
but we actually and did first of all, have we got a global pandemic. Like it might, it, uh, granted, it's still a fucking you know a ninety whatever it is percent fucking survival rate for fucking you know people with a decent immune system, but that shit is no way near compared to fucking what they did in Germany. You don't understand <laughs> my on, point? Really? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. We don't have it as bad as them. But we this is a are different like pandemic than, the, than those dirty Jews. We are <laughs> like the people that allowed the Jews to be killed by sitting back and not fighting against something that, that we know is wrong. You know well, why? Right. Because yeah, the U.S. I blame, I blame New York. The U.S. couldn't see that New York, yet. You know? Listen, New York, New York had a bunch of pizza kitchens open, and nobody questioned why they all needed these big-ass ovens that could fit a human being inside. <laughs> Dude, you, you, this is you, how Germany makes me, started. This is what makes me laugh. Is like you see like these hardcore fucking like, you know, just oh, like shit. the whole even like the Hasidics, the fucking Zion's and shit like that. They fucking you know who made the crematoriums? Mercedes Benz made the crematoriums. What for in in, in Germany? For the ovens, yeah, yeah, in Germany, made, yeah, and you guess who? Guess who also supplied the engines for all their warplanes? Who? Uh, just you know BMW. So let's have all these nice fancy Jews just whipping around in BMWs <laughs> and fucking you know Mercedes Benzes and shit like that. Like, yeah, but how do you, you can, not? You can flip that argument for America and say, like, let's say, okay, we were the good guys, but yeah, but what good card? Let's say we were the best. Nike made nooses, bro. Nike made nooses. GM, GM made Nike made nooses. Oh, I thought she was being serious. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, like, you can say, you can flip the argument. Like, when it comes to wartime, especially that big of a war, you you have the the government takes control of companies. Even during oh, coronavirus, you saw it. GM, my brother got an internship at GM making face masks. Like, they take over the private sector. Oh, one hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, they that did makes it, They sense. did it here in the U.S. to fucking make shells while all the dudes were away at war. All the fucking women were working in the factories and shit. Like yeah, that. But like, like like John like John said though, making crematoriums has nothing to do with war. <laughs> <laughs> They're just making ovens just to burn motherfuckers alive. Yeah, they didn't tell what us is, that. What's not funny? Mercedes thought they were opening up. We're not day. laughing about people, nothing like that. We're, we're not. just laughing like how ironic we're it is. No, I'm just making it ironic how the people who got burned in the ovens are driving around in cars that were made by the people who made the ovens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... I wouldn't be, I, like us Albanians, I wouldn't be driving around like a Serbian made car. <laughs> they would never <laughs> make a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they had to what you guys are talking about. I'm laughing about it. I can't wait to get that new. I can't wait to get that new Russian car coming out. That's just fucking. They don't make yeah, shit over there, bro. The cycling. <laughs> On that Super note, guys, great. let's fucking end this shit, bro. Oh my god! On that note, a quote from our president: "They're not after me; they're after you." I'm just in their way. <laughs> Ooh, that's powerful. I love. I love when he said that. That's powerful. I'm gonna put the title of this podcast is gonna be Trump 2020. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> You should make it Trump 2020. Make it Trump 2024. Oh my God! Amend <laughs> the Constitution, please. Yeah, that would be hilarious. All right, guys, it was a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. I'll see you guys later, man. Take it easy, guys. Be safe. Good night.